you know, he and Vinny are like super best friends now. Too. Oh, good. Vinny, Vinny uh, started warming up. Yeah, he, started, he didn't go full. Ollie. No, they they cuddle and stuff now, and they hang out good. and play. It's funny because the the other day we were outside and Marcy was jumping on the trampoline and Duncan and Vincent were playing and you could hear him like thumping on the grass. I was like, God damn, dog, Jesus. Talk about a Pyrenees or something. Yeah, he's a great Pyrenees. He weighs a hundred pounds. So damn. And that's like on the light side for them sometimes. That is. I was like, Jesus. Hi, baby girl. Come here. Up, up. Oh. Oh. That is her skeet rag here. Okay, good. Her, her skeet, skeet rag. rag. Yeah, when her. Nah, don't worry about it. You'll know. You'll know. She'll get like giant jizz jowls. No, I know because Duncan does too. I turn around oh, really? and it's just. Oh, oh God. And then he sh- then they shake and it's just like one time it actually just looped around yep, and connected. Connected. Yep. I've had, I've seen it with my own eyes happen to the dog. But Brandon, Brandon loves him except for that one aspect. He's like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, God. The especially drool. the TV. The TV, man. Puts their head right on it. Oh, no. And there's just a puddle. No, he does. He puts his oh, head. Oh, really? And then he's just looking. And then he gets up and there's just a puddle <laughs> of drool on the entertainment stand. Oh. Oh, Annie. Oh, Annie, you're so budimous. Yes, you're so budimous. Don't worry. I'll just Bobby. take you home. I'll take you home and replace you with three cats, and Jake will never notice. <laughs> well, what what she'll do is uh, she'll shake her head. You ought to see Mom's TV. It seriously looks like somebody just jizzed, jizzed all, all over, over her it. TV. Oh, hi, Pip. Oh, hi, Pip. It's nice to know I'm not the only one who does the double pump when they yeah. animate jizz. <laughs> oh, just... always. I always do the double pump. It's like, if you don't, are you, you even doing it right? You got yeah. Our gaming table just came in. Really? So we're super excited to put it up tonight. And we, the best thing about it is that you can put two covers on the top and it turns into a regular dining table, but everything underneath it stays all nice. So I was like, we can play Twilight Imperium. I was and like, leave it, yeah. and then leave it because we we still haven't finished oh. the fucking game. Do you guys know anyone who's good with electronics? Lots of people. Because the reason I got that, see, this is the thing. This is I. I am not joking when I say I have issue with dimension. I thought that TV was the same size as that one. I I Jeez. do not understand. I don't understand. Bob, Bob I don't what, get that's, it. That's what like that's almost fucking ridiculous. That's yeah. a sixty-five inch. I was like, I don't need a six, sixty-five inch TV. I'm that like, barely fits on the sixty-five stand. to seventy, and this guy's what? Maybe like a twenty-four no. to thirty-two. I think like forty. Yeah, maybe. So, so but From corner to corner. If you guys, because the thing is though, it just stops working. It's it has always had this thing with the plug-in uh-huh. to where sometimes it'll just stop, so you have to I uh, so I have to, I had to unplug it and plug it back in, but now it just every now and then it will stop and it'll just. So st- is it the power that's stopping or the energy? There's something with the energy with the power system, but since I would destroy it if I tried opening it. Like you know, yeah. if you guys could figure out how to get that working, you could use it on your game table. We were talking to Taylor and our friend Carl about building it into because they we we've been playing Starfinder with them, and so we were talking about building a table that we can fold up like the yeah. one for the that uh, we used to play with with Sean and Sean them. yeah yeah, and so they are super into the idea and you know that wouldn't be bad because I'm gonna have to get rid of some some way because in that way it can be used and it could be refurbished by some because most likely. It's just taking a fucking duster to it. Yeah. Before I forget, um, do you guys do you guys want audio? So weird. Do you guys want a dining table? <laughs> no. Fuck. No, we don't. 
We apps. The one we had was tinier, and we never used it. Ours is huge. It's huge, and I need it gone because the new table's like even bigger. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why does my audio sound all tinny? Ugh. Oh well. To be fair, black cloud of uh, danger follows me everywhere when it comes to electronics. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I fried every computer I touch. Oh, that's just because you're a hillbilly. No, no, that's because that's apparently your... <laughs> I have electricity powers. That's what I was about to say. It's your hillbilly mutant power. <laughs> uh, hillbilly mutants and regular mutants are two different things. Very. Then, but at the same time, you know, the Guthries are hillbilly mutants, okay? <laughs> you have Husk. Oh, my you God, have yeah. Icarus, who died in, after, like, one mission. Yeah. You have fucking cannonball bitches. <laughs> Sam Guthrie. Jesus Christ. You know what, though? I will also say that they are all different mutants. I mean, you've got teenage mutants. Yeah, they Ninja all Turtles. have different. Got... And they also, <laughs> it's funny, a, a family from a fictional Cumberland, Kentucky. Yeah, that's technically where they're from. It's it's considered a region because of Lake Cumberland. Oh. But there's no actual Cumberland in that area. Okay. So they're from Somerset. They're from the Somerset. <laughs> I... isn't, isn't that the place that had like this big like family that had been living in the mountains they had, like they had gotten like washed away like all their way to civilization so they were like trapped on a mountain and interbred so bad that when people finally found them they were like almost savage isn't that what... uh, yeah we call that science hill <laughs> <laughs> god damn it why is it jake here to laugh at that <laughs> Oh, fuck. uh, fucking got him. That's all of Mount Vernon. All right, what you just described was Mount fucking Vernon. Oh, wow. And you don't even understand what I'm saying. Nope, what, a strange, what a strange place you come from. Yep. Strange, strange, <laughs> strange place. Oh, hi. Is that your wubby? What a good boy. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yes, come to me. Join my dog army. All of you. All bubbers. Together. With your fucking nasty... You can't bring that to people because you're standing on it, you dumb fuck. He can bring it to me. I'll I won't touch it. Since, oh, you since, definitely don't. Well, since I'm the reason that's partly your fault. Since yes. That's the reason why he does that. Ugh. Jackass. Oh shit. <sighs> well, what the fuck was that? Oh. He's showing off. Yep, and then he whines like a bitch. He's like, "Please. He please, God daddy, damn. don't." Granny, don't. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn, I love that fucking bit. Jesus. Oh. Oh, boy. Look at this smunchy face. <laughs> Beautiful smunchy face. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Fran. That's Bob. And she is. I hope. Gonna... Hold on. You're going to have to actually have that near you. Oh, like right up Because you can right hear up. you, right? Yeah. Okay. You couldn't hear you a second ago. <laughs> but what if I just whisper the whole time? It comes through. So you'll still be able to hear it. Yeah. Unless I do a thing with that, because now I can't hear it because I turned off the headphones and now I just turned it Oh, it's back on. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't shut off the mics, you dumb fuck. Whoops. It just shut off the headphones. Look, it's still recording. (laughs) You stupid shit. I don't know how your magical hearing stuff works. This isn't my shit. Audio out. (laughs) <laughs> Audio in. We plug headphones into this. Jesus fuck turtles. Well, maybe you'll get to hear hear some things later when you're editing. <laughs> Bad enough, I heard them first time. <laughs> <laughs>
since Jake is off doing uh, what I will probably never do again in my lifetime, vacation. Oh, yeah. No, you're going to die in this basement. <laughs> no, no. I just don't take vacations because I screw. Somebody has to do my job. It's not like uh, it's not like I'm part of a team and everybody does the same job. Yeah, but I mean that's not fair. I mean I know, it... but it's me. It's just how I work because we don't have somebody to do half of my job yet. Oh, Bob. Yeah, because they started having me do a lot more shit. Whose ass are you trying to kiss? Nobody's. I'm just <laughs> I'm just anxious as fuck, and it always. You do realize. That the more shit they have me do, the more I am absolutely certain they're going to figure out how dumb an idea that was and fire me. No, I think it's just going to make you more of an asset. I am terrified of being f- like that. They're just going to realize like, oh, yeah, a couple fucking uh, a couple goddamn uh, add ons to Google Chrome oh can do most his job. Well, first off, OK, you're you're expecting old ass white dinosaurs <gasps> to fucking know anything this about is now technology. Standard on our everybody has the things that I use now. I which know. Suck. But Bob, you expect any of them to actually know how to use this stuff? I expect them to find somebody to Google it. No, they won't. They, if if they, if they were that smart, they would have done it before it even reached this point. You'd be surprised. You'd be fucking surprised. But no, nah. like I, I'm at the point like I could probably fucking go for a CP for my CPA certifications for as much as fucking accounting I've had to do <laughs> for giant businesses that don't understand bank. They don't. They don't understand bank. Like, why bank not let him do? They like, go, money. He don't have credit. We put money. We know, they know money. They know money. <laughs> they know money. Oh, that motherfucker had so no money, <laughs> he's on a government watch list. Oh, my God. Okay? So that's what we know could do. It's like, why you run credit? We not tell you run credit. Oh we do. It's how we do. You not want credit run? Don't fucking oh tell us run credit. One of those oh, times, shit. like it's a, it's a, it was a company that habitually did prepaid accounts to where they'll wire money in and they'll, it's yeah. like, yeah, they they load the account. It's a prepaid, it's prepaid, prepaid card for they yeah. can use. Yeah. Well, cold. What? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what the? Don't harass my water bottle, all right? But anyway. maybe she wants to be sweaty. <laughs> but uh, hold on. Oh, I didn't know only two hand, two fingers were cold, so I had to get the <laughs> shut up, Fran. But, oh my god, <laughs> that's a fun thing to know only oh, audio. Shit. But I, uh, where was I? Your cold oh, yeah. fingers. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, one account they said we want a credit line instead for this person, so I ran the credit. They shouted at me because I ran the credit because well, they were fucking wanted for fraud shit in Mexico. So why is that your problem? Exactly. Like, to tell these people like yo you fucking said they wanted credit what did you expect us to do put a finger in her ass <laughs> you're like just so you know i don't know what you're doing with your drug lord money so i also don't give a fuck yeah you told me run the fucking credit so guess what i run the fucking, I run credit. The fucking credit i don't even <laughs> run the credit i make the fucking pay to it and people <laughs> asking me shit like i know what i'm doing i'm like Fuck, I don't know. Do I look like a Golden West motherfucker? Do you have any idea how much Googling I've had it done? All right, and this is shit they should have done before they asked me. He's like, hey, what is with this BOCDD, BOE verification thing? He's like, well, it's a government regulation. Too many people have been defrauding the banks, so they fucking now have to verify you if you're an entity. Bob, I had to Google that. Motherfuckers can't Google that. Old white people don't understand technology, period. It's the reason why they're clinging to their old and dying ways. 
They don't understand that this is a computer in their hands and that once they open it, they can literally do anything, anything. Like porn. Like porn or turn or the porn. lights on in their house or turn the I TV on for the porn. That. This is what really freaks me out. What? Uh, what are you afraid of? Like no, your phone you see becoming that button sentiment? right up there? I can actually hook my phone up to my yeah. TV. It is fucking creepy. No, it's fucking great. No, it's creepy. I love Chromecasting from my TV. Fuck, it's creepy. From my phone. It's amazing. I'm like, you know what? Here's a really fucking funny video. Brandon, you're going to watch this real quick. It's wonderful. Oh, but dude, seriously? Fucking playing games on a 4K fucking resolution. Oh my god! Because I got an Xbox X. I never knew how much of a difference it really was. Oh, it gonna was so make. pretty. Everything. Too bad I was playing the Division, and the Division sucks. No, you need to play. Oh, because you you bought the the new Xbox. You don't have a PS4 Pro. Then I was. I have a regular four. Yeah, I was gonna say if you would have gotten the PS4 Pro, God of War. Holy shit! I never. I haven't played God of War at all. What the fuck? What is... I bet, No, here's the thing. I don't finish games anymore. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I've been on... Uh, right after the Sinister Sinister Six is formed yeah. on uh, Spider-Man since three, uh, two weeks after I bought the game. <laughs> I just haven't been... Pl I don't get it. I get yeah. to a certain point in a game and I just... like. It's like you vampire. lose interest. You're I'm, like, no, I'm I done. just stop. I don't know why I stop. I just do. You get distracted. There's always something else to do. You and go, it's usually playing fucking Warframe or WoW. It's because they're great games, so you can just keep coming back to them. WoW is actually really good. Shout out to you, Claywell. Warframe is also really good. Warframe is godly. Yes. All right. Warframe is the best, and if you ever play it on computer, let me know. I, I could get it on Xbox so I could play with Claywell and make well, Jake play it. It would look pretty nice now that you've it got all the 4K delicious. shit. But here's the problem. I spent a lot of money on Warframe on the PC. <laughs> I also spent a lot of money on Warframe on the PlayStation. See, that's where they get you. It's free, but oh, then, no, no, no. but then you're like, wow, no, I need No, 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 no. No. <laughs> I chose. I know it's, it's, what, I'm, it's stuff that's I could, what I'm saying. That's, right now it's even fun to get things, but here is why I fucking <laughs> uh, Here's all I do. I buy the I buy the I uh, the weapons, the slot. vaults, no, the vaults oh. and then the I uh, the vaults and then the uh, the whatever's the current uh, pr uh, prime. Yeah. All right. I get those, and then I have a lot of currency to play around with. The only problem with that game is dice slots and inventory slots cannot be got in game. Yeah, you have to. buy That them. is annoying. That yeah. you have to spend. But, well, they gotta make money somehow. But there is that ribbon market. Once you hit max level and you get those ribbon cards, they will sell for a mint That's if you true. get a good one. And so there's there's that chance of being able to sell things, which is great. It but, just it just makes me think of the racket I ran when I was playing World of Warcraft, where where people were too lazy to make their own gems for that while for that period of time, and so we were we would start to do that and get real like live money. And the, holy shit. the best thing about it was they knew that I was a girl, like. They knew so I was they a, were... yeah. So I would be flocked because they didn't even know what I actually looked like, but they knew they could tell, and so they, you know, all I'd have to be like, oh yeah, sure, we can make this for you, and then we'd just fucking rake in a bunch of money. It was great. oh yeah, I've uh, old school. Wow, I broke a lot of economies. I ruined the transmutation market <laughs> oh my on God. my dude because yeah. I was needing money to get one of the flines. Yep. So I was like, you know what? I switched Lish over to an alchemist because he was an engineer. I, I started playing that game just so I got to have a gnomish engineer. Of course you fucking would. 
That's the whole reason I started playing. I was talking you to a friend on the phone, gnomes. and he fucking told me about like explosive sheep and shit like that. I was like, I need this fucking game. Death to and all gnomes. Fucking eat a cock. Uh, but, and then when Transmutation came out, I was like, you know what? I've already got all my stuff done. I have, I just have a free Transmutation slot. And I was so well known to always just either, I had a thing. If it procs, I get the proc. If it procs twice, I get one. If it mm. like, because there's a chance it could proc five times. Yeah. Jesus I would only Christ. take one, and then I would also you would also pay. So people would flock to me because I would one only take one. one. Because like if if it's only one that comes out, of course that's yours. If two comes out, one's mine. After that, anything I extra just take you one keep and you pay. And it's just one of those things. Everybody knew that it was such a good deal. They wouldn't accept it from anybody else. They refused to accept well, fucking no, uh, no transmutation one else, because no one else was going to do it the way you were doing exactly. it. Exactly. So I fucked the alchemist market. You and, fucking uh, I know I've said this plenty of times, uh, but I didn't add the caveat, which was great. Uh, <laughs> with this final little bit that I forgot that I've never noticed, but since Farscape's been playing, it reminded me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when I ruined it with my enchanter, when I was trying to get flying... I like me and this one dude just ruined the fucking economy because we kept undercutting each other. Oh my god! It was the just entire a entire enchanting war. community on our server was so happy when both of us got our flying because we started talking to each other because we always noticed we were undercutting each other. Not that petty by one fucking gold or no. It one was copper. just like yo, bro. We were undercutting by twenty gold. What the we were fuck? Fu- we wanted this shit sold asafp. You can play the market all you want. I need money, motherfucker. <laughs> You're looking and, for it cheap and quick. Oh, God. It was barely fucking worth it to do oh, enchanting God. because of us. And so we started talking, and he was like, what are you... What, I got to ask, because you're always fucking undercutting me. Why? What are you in this for? It's like, oh, I'm just trying to get my flying. It's like, yeah, me too. So one day he <laughs> told me, he's like... <coughs> he was like... <coughs> Hey, I just got my flying, so you're good. I was like, sweet. I'm about like a day away from getting flying, so I'll be the same way. It's like the server's going to stop hating us. Like, no, like, they're guys, always going to hate. You guys us. just fucking abandon. You're like, all right, we're done. We're this out. Dude's character name. I had to ask him if it was because of Farscape. Oh well, my god, I it was Crichton. I was in a fucking goddamn <laughs> enchanting war with, with fucking John Crichton. That's great. I fucking love it. Mm. Sweet. Yes, people. Such a good, but yeah, it was. I I, I will always love WoW, and I well, if you could if you could find the time, it would be great to get yeah to get the back into it. Story is so good. Well, it, that's the thing that I've always loved about the series in general is I've always loved the story, the way the story is told, the way you get drawn into the world. They've been so great about and this that. time. If you're a horde, you actually are a part of the world because there's two instances where you can choose to follow. Sylvanas's story or not. Ooh. It doesn't affect anything in game at the moment, but it makes it feel because like one of them is you feel like you have a one choice of them now. is fucking sentencing Sourfang to his death. Oh shit! Yeah, he's not coming back to the horde, and Sylvanas wanted you to break him out of jail, fully not with one of her dark rangers, huh? Who's an assassin? So you find the trail, and she's all like, and the assassin's all like. We got it from here. Go tell the uh, go tell the thing. I'll I'll get Sourfang and have him come back. And then Zappy Boy from the fucking uh, BFA trailer comes oh in. Oh my god! And he's all like, <clears throat> "She's gonna kill him! Bloody blah! We have to help him." You can choose to help, or you can say, "Fuck you, 
praise be to the dark lady or whatever. Huh. I like and that. It, there's another bit at the end. Uh, and what's great is like when you come back to Sylvanas, you're like, yes, all of my rangers I sent to retrieve Sourfang are dead, but you survived. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> Lucky for you, you're needed. I was like, yeah, and also because most of your people are fucking dead, bitch. Most of your people are shit. <clears throat> oh, the whole fucking expansion, she's been like king shit of fuck mountain. Oh, and my God. The Zandalari quest line to get the Zandalari of Alliance race is crowning of the coronation of the new queen. Okay. Who's the princess so, from the thing. So on a scale of Henry VIII to Joffrey Baratheon, the first of his name, where does Sylvanas sit? <laughs> Cersei Lannister sipping a mint julep. Oh, shit. That level of just... <laughs> that level of petty. Just, yeah, but I... <laughs> and in it, like, because it's, it's the coronation of the queen, so of yeah. course Sylvanas wants to be there. It's like, thank you for joining the horde. Uh, it's like, oh, no, no, no. I won't be swearing allegiance to you. This is a partnership. A queen As a queen, I will never bow to you. I was like, oh, hey, shit. <laughs> it was damn. awesome. It was like, she just like, just like... Fuck you. Oh, oh, you're a war chief? Bitch, I'm a queen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so good, but nah. And there's also a bit, like, I haven't played the, I need to play more of the fucking war, the war campaign for the Horde, but there's a bit where uh, Bane is breaking out Jaina's undead brother because they found him. And Sylvanas is going to turn him into a goddamn bomb. Oh, shit. Mind wipe him. You know, the things that the fucking, the uh, the goddamn uh, Scourge would do. Yeah. <clears throat> Turning him into a fucking mind wipe parasite and who will just blow up in front of her. Fuck. Yeah. He's a new, he's a new Theramore. That sounds yeah. dope. Oh, God. In that fucking cinematic where she just like, like when she sees when Bane shows up with uh, her brother, she sees it and she just starts freaking out. It's like... Is he the bomb this time? Oh, I was like, fuck, fuck it. All this. I was like, yes. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, feel uh, it. No, I think it was I am. I was like, oh, fucking shit. Right in the soul. Oh, my God. God. I love current. Wow. I need to get the uh, Before the Storm book, which is, you know, the precursor to this yeah. one. I might get it on audiobook just so I can listen to it. Fuck Ooh, yeah. You have an audio, Audible account, right? I do. Let me see your phone. Do you, I... ha- do you still have a free book? Um,. I don't know if I used it yet or not. I might have used it to buy a new Clive Baker book. Nope, I think I still have an unused credit. Do you want a really good book? What is it's it? It's eight hours. That's it. It's just an eight It's hour. only eight hours? It's so good. What is it? It's the pole vaulting championship of the entire universe. <laughs> it's written by Connor Lestoga, <coughs> one of the writers for Rift Tracks. <coughs> oh, my God. I found out about it on his podcast, 372 Pages We'll Never Get Back. It was him and Michael J. Nelson from Rift Tracks and Jesus Mystery Science Christ. Theater yeah. reading, uh, doing a book club of Ernest Klein's Ready Player These One. fuckers, when they do this, I always get tempted into it and buy the three extra fucking credits for 30 bucks. They uh, know me so fucking well. I always do this. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I want oh, three more fucking books. Here's why books. it's a good book to get. It's a radio play. So... It is multiple. There's a narrator. Janet Varney plays the main character. And Mike Nelson plays her grandpa, the other lead. Yeah. And it's such a good book. So one of the things I've noticed on Audible, I haven't delved into it yet, is that they're offering up these radio plays or or people like, yeah, are they pretty freaking good? 
It's amazing. I love it. Like, there's been a couple that I've been interested by some comedians that I like and stuff as well. So I was like, no, huh. get it. Get pole vaulting championship of the entire universe. All okay. right. It is amazing. But nah, uh, but nah, I need to get like before the storm, I might get on that because the light now has zombies. The, there's now the light itself, the, the Naru. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. Arthas's sister gets killed oh, because I. Well, Sylvan- like Sylvanas and uh, Anduin do a whole thing to where they're going to try to stop the war before it happens by reuniting families. Mm-hmm. People that are undead, you know, to meet their families and to see if things can still happen. Because the whole story of the undead now are people will hate you just because you're undead. I thought that's always been that way. Well, no. Well, people don't like undead because their first instance with them was goddamn Lordaeron. I know, but but I'm just saying, like, I I play a lot of undead and people just don't like undead. Yeah, because they are, this, like, like, when you were playing, it was five years after the Third War. Yeah. Right after all the undead. Yeah, sure. And also, Sylvanas didn't really do a lot of good things. No. Uh, and so they go to, I think it was in Arathi. They all meet, like, there's just a big thing. There's a big field. They would meet up. They would have to stay so far apart and all this stuff. Sylvanas had to make a vow. No human will, I will not kill a, no human will die by my hand or my order or whatever like that. And her whole, her whole theory was proved wrong because everybody was so happy to meet their family again. Sure, there was issues because, you know, he doesn't have a jaw no more. <laughs> and he has a lady's jaw for some reason because, yeah, you just find another body part and click it in. But, yeah. you know, I mean, they and, can use sign language and oh. shit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because everything's. Di- but I. Uh, well, then when the time was up, a lot of the undead started going. And, and, like uh, insane? and Carly. No, Carly has helped set this up. So she was there, too. So I. Uh, they started breaking rank and going with their family. Oh, the because, yeah, side. they're just like, fuck that. If I'm going to be with my loved ones. So like... Sylvanas had her rangers open fire. Oh, she what a kept, bitch. She kept to her word. Not a single living person died. But she sure as fuck killed a lot of Forsaken. How could they not be considered living? I mean, they have thoughts. No, they're, they're not. Alive. They're not normal people. They are fucking. They were raised human. They were raised bodies. Yeah, but she I mean... only killed Forsaken. She killed every fucking person who broke rank, and I think she was supposed to kill fucking everybody there. And she said the alliance did it. One of the casualties was Carlia, Carlia huh. Minithel, and she got raised by Anaru because she's in the because in Legion the whole thing was order halls. Your whole class, fuck borders, was what was the concept of Legion because the goddamn okay. Legion is bodily back, and I. Uh, not since fucking uh, the Sundering, all right, have they been in this force. So it was basically all the heroes or all the classes were doing their shit. Like the mages were fucking camping out at the uh, at the Council of Tiras Falls fucking hideout. Yeah. So yeah, you are like, there's like all this cool shit going on. Uh, all the shamans are at the Maelstrom and shit like that. And... Uh, the, of course, the warlocks, they decided to kick a fuckload of demons out of a legion homeworld. Oh, my God. And that's God. their fucking order hall. Oh, But in the priests, uh, there's Carlius there. And it's really fucking cool because, like, holy shit, it's Carlius. And, uh, yeah, and she came back. She was raised 
it was she wasn't resurrected like you know she wasn't brought back to life she is an undead oh but shit. she's powered by light by the light the naru power her so there's a chance there's going to huh. be an offshoot of that for oh, that might be pretty cool there's so indeed. much cool and that's why I want to fucking read that book and I need to get it on like a uh, audiobook just so it could you can actually listen to it while you're work, doing yeah. stuff yeah I realized I was quiet the whole time, and I'm oh, like, "Shit, that's because that, I talk." Well, I'm like, that might be boring to people, but I get absorbed. I'm like, "Wow!" Like, I I can't just try to talk over you when I'm like absorbing information. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to share this with everybody you know now. It's different because if Christina hears this <laughs> and hears you say, "I couldn't talk over you," to me. She is going to throw her phone across the room <laughs> because she doesn't like hanging out with us because we will just start shouting at each other. Well, I just mean like I, I, like when I get absorbed, you know, when there's new information and new, I like get really quiet. And so the people are probably like, why the fuck hasn't she said anything? Oh, they're used but to I'm it. just like, wow. It's usually 30 <laughs> minutes of me rambling and Jake talking for 15. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No wonder I have his loyalty. <laughs> We're more of two You're his spirit animal. We're his spirit animal. Uh, and Annie's mine. Annie is mine. It's oh, why Annie likes you. You're beautiful. Because you're Jake's spirit animal. You're beautiful. <laughs> Just come home with me, Annie. They don't love you the way I love you. She'll fuck up your aesthetic, all right? All your dogs are pitch white. Uh, That's why she'd be perfect. Nuh-uh. Yeah. She'd feel, le- she'd feel the odd man out. No, she also she doesn't one. do well in multiple dog households. Oh. She has to be the center of attention. Yeah, huh. which is great for Jake and Soraya because Soraya, who never wanted a dog, fucking adores her. <laughs> well, it's because look at her. Who I know. Couldn't love this face. I know. This cute smudge. Just because you have to have jizz rags laying Ooh. all over your house now. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So Frank. Yes. You were wanting to talk about something. So I've been, because I've been back to work and stuff, I've been going through books like crazy. It's it's a 40- you from the t- yeah, from it, the multiple times your child yeah, has tried to kill you. From the multiple times she's attempted to freaking throw me down the stairs a second time and all this other shit. I love Sinistered her, but- Sinistered the fuck out, yeah. Evil little fuck. <laughs> she's so lucky she's adorable. But anyways, um, and so they're normally supposed to be 40-hour weeks, but I've been working close to 60 to make up for the fact that I didn't get paid for, like, almost five fucking months. And I'm, no, Fran, that's usually how you work, period. Well, I guess You know it's that, true. right? Yeah, I guess it's true. I like money. I just like money. It's not even that I like to spend money. I just like knowing that there's money in the bank account to make me feel assured. It's, oh, yeah, anybody who, like... It's part of oh, the poor kid get thing. This. Oh, yeah, get this. So, I. Uh, how I had that that subscription to get uh, wine delivered yeah. that I had to cancel because well, you can't it's get Utah. wine delivered here. Blah blah blah. They charged me twice. Oh fuck no! All in all, it came oh, up to about one twenty. And fuck here's the thing: no. I didn't find out about it until a month after because it was every it was quarterly. Mm-hmm. I didn't find out about it until a month after the second one, and my life wasn't affected. Oh my god! I don't have a lot of money. But at least I'm comfortable. I, yeah, and that's I think that's I'm, that's what I, I like not, to be. I'm not writing the fucking yeah. uh, the line, but that's even more terrifying because I'm not writing the line. I want it to be so that if I want to buy something, I don't have to look at my bank account first to make sure I have oh, yeah. money. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what I, I, I want to be right now. I budget for being stupid. Yeah. All right? I budget every now. Well, 
pacing coin a 65 fucking inch TV hey, that we makes got, no sense. We got a 70 inch TV that we really didn't But you need. also sit a fuckload far away from it. I do. You see how close? I do. Brandon sits his ass on the ground so he could be close enough or moves his computer chair. I don't now, understand that. Now for that, that one, yeah, I move the chair closer. Like I don't just fucking because, understand why well, you guys do that. Honestly, here's, here's the literal reason why for me. I like leaning forward. And when you're in like a couch that, that goes down and back, it's hard. It doesn't yep. feel right leaning forward. Now that I think about it, I do. I watch Brandon play also, on his knees and he's always. Also, I like looking downish. My glasses, they kind of sit low and, you know, my normal vision should be right here, but I look slightly lower. So you're saying you don't have hillbilly mutant eyesight. Oh, I got hillbilly mutant eyes. Oh, no, it doesn't go <laughs> off in like eight you, different directions. You, you don't get one that swims away and can see in the back of your head or some shit, I used right? to be able to make them do that. Oh, that's sick. It oh. hurt. It used to oh. hurt. But I figured Fuck. my eyes were fucked enough because, yeah. you know. Coke bottle glasses? Yeah. Not even an understatement, Duh. guys. Stigmatism. Real fucking thick ass glasses. I am so glad they <laughs> sell fixed glasses now. No more Coke bottles. But here's no the thing. More Coke bottles. I can't take advantage of those sites that sell you glass sell you frames for super cheap. Why? Because you know, you can buy your whole glasses. This is super cheap. Blah blah blah. No, it won't be super cheap for me. If you get just the glass, yeah, that's only like twenty, thirty dollars. But if I don't want them to fucking make the make my glasses fall off my face because of the extra weight, <laughs> yeah, having like Hans Molman motherfucking uh, deep shit. You don't want to be the anime guy that's always pushing his glasses up with no, one no, finger. No, no, I'm talking about the weight will just fling them off my face anytime <laughs> I look down and just fuck them off to to like. Oh Saigon. my god, no, that's fucking nah, great. So I yeah, but. I love how sidetracked we just fucking got. But anyways, yeah, Have because I've been, us. yeah, I know because I've been devouring books a lot. I started thinking about what books, not not only what books really like. Oh, thank God, because I didn't put a single book. Oh well, you know whatever. But also just just in general, how like different genres evoke different feelings, different thoughts, and what would really be like my favorite of of things in a genre, which is really difficult for me to do because when I love something, I love yeah. it i love it it doesn't matter it, I, I don't i don't really have a favorite list of stuff I'll, i will say everything's my favorite and people are like wait didn't you say star wars with your favorite and i was like yeah but i also really 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 like yeah. star trek too like it's just yeah, like, like it's a mess it's uh, a nightmare. how you how you, how the thing we're doing is was it horror and fantasy horror and fantasy my favorite fantasy book series is easily the fucking uh the Dresden Files, I've read each book three yep. times, and if I start reading one, I can't sleep that night Well, because so, I get jazzed. They're not on here. They're not oh. on my list. So I went with, like, great examples yeah. in my mind. Because well, so, if you ask me to do favorite, you're fucked. Yeah. So what I was thinking was <laughs> picking something in the in each of the genre, in, in, in horror and in fantasy, because I know that we both watch a lot of those well, and, a lot of and read Horrors. a lot of those and, and all that, but... I wanted us to pick what we thought was like a real, like what what that genre, like a real depiction of what makes that genre so perfect. A, 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 whether it's a book series, a TV series, whatever. And then maybe we could try to see if we can convince each other that the others might be a better pick. <laughs> You're actually, I'm going to have to have a, I'm going to have a time explaining <laughs> mine because I went the douche route. Oh, I did went you? conceptual. Okay. So we want to, okay. okay, so let's go. 
the simple route because this one's going to be an easy answer. Let's do horror first. Perfect. What's your example? Okay, so my biggest thing when it comes to horror, I I that's one of that's like the one genre that I seriously people will be like, have you read this book? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. I read that one. I read this one. Have like it's just it's never ending. It's and so. I had a tough time, but when it really came down to it, and especially now as an adult, as I've gone back and reread books that I have read as a child or a teenager and have developed new meanings for them, I kept returning back to Stephen King. Because one of the things about his horror books that I've always loved over his fantasy, because don't get me wrong, Dark Towers is fucking amazing. I love that whole series. Fuck yeah. Said Jake's spirit animal. <laughs> but, but... His when he writes his horror novels, it's not just about being creeped out. Everything has a point to it. There is always some hidden gem that will hit you at whatever different time of your life. And so if I had to pick one book that just defines the whole horror genre and brings home the what is good about him, I'm going to say it's fucking Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery and especially now that I'm a mother, that shit hit me fucking Hard. I don't think I've ever read or seen Pet Cemetery, even though, you know, through osmosis, oh, you figure out. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Through the fucking Simpsons Halloween specials. <laughs> yes. I through the say. Simpsons Halloween specials. Through through the pop culture references littered through everywhere. I literally just said Simpsons. That's all, yeah. you, that's all you have to say <laughs> is Simpsons did an no, episode I mean, about I it. I mean, it's in everything. They sprinkle it in everything. And and it's, it's just one of those book series that when I read it the first time, I was 12 years old. And so I was a child reading it through the eyes of a child, trying to understand this adult man because the story is told through the father's eye, Lewis. And so the whole time I'm trying to understand Lewis's reasons for the things he does. And I remember reading and I'm thinking, why is this guy doing this stuff? This is creepy. This is weird. Why would he even think it's okay? Like just, you know, um, I'm not trying to give away spoilers for people who haven't read it, but I mean. The 40-year-old book. Yeah, you know what? The 30-year-old movie. So just in case, if there is anybody out there who's never seen or read it, the whole point of Pet Cemetery is this guy moves his wife and his two children, two young children, to the middle of fucking nowhere, Maine. Um, Shock. Be- yeah, shocker. But uh, he moves them there because he's going to go be a doctor at a college. And the funny thing about this is that this story parallels Stephen King's life a lot, pretty well, actually. So I feel I feel like he he drew a lot from his life to create this story, which is what adds that other fucking element of realism and fear to it. But so they move him to the middle of fucking nowhere. They move into this house. He meets their neighbor across the street, this amazing Yankee old guy who was born in like... 1917 or 14 or some shit like that. I mean, this guy's fucking old at this point because the movie, the the book is basically based in the 80s. Um, and so uh, they meet this guy. They become friends. Uh, the daughter, ha- her name is Ellie, has this stupid cat that she's fucking in love with named Winston Churchill. And they call him Church for short. But she loves this thing more than anything else in the world. And one day they go with the old man to visit a pet cemetery that the kids in the area had been using for almost a century to bury their beloved animals. And so they go up and everyone thinks it's creepy and kind of weird. And when they get back, you know, his five-year-old daughter has questions about death and she's scared about it. And the mother, who is like pretty much phobic of death and stuff, they have this big fight, this big blow up. She tells them he can't talk to her about death or whatever. The girl had a, the little girl, Ellie, had a panic attack about the cat dying and all this shit. So then 
fast forward through a lot of beautiful family building, whatever stuff to really give you a sense of the characters. You get to a point where they all the the the, the rest of the family goes to uh, back home to Chicago for Thanksgiving and he stays home alone or whatever and he has thanksgiving with their neighbor judd and they do all whatever and then the cat dies he finds out that the cat got hit by a car and so judd the old man um goes ahead and takes him past the pet cemetery to what's called the micmac burial grounds and this is where shit gets where we bury all of our paddy well, so <laughs> guaranteed to give your dog oh my a bone God. Again. But, again. But, uh, so, and this is where the book starts to get eerie because at first it just seems like kind of like a nice little family drama kind of thing. And then it gets to this point where they're, you know, they're going past the set pet cemetery and they're traveling in the woods and there's this really deep fog mist and you're hearing these terrifying sounds. And at some point they can sense that there's some giant beast rumbling around them. And so they're, you know, I mean, they're, they've, they reach the burial ground. They're terrified. He has no idea what Judd's making him do, but he digs the fucking hole and he takes all the fucking rocks out and he buries the cat and builds a cairn. And then Judd tells him, go home. Don't tell anyone that the cat's died. Just don't bring it up. And he's just like, okay, you brought me to this creepiest fuck place through a creepiest fuck adventure. And now you just want me to go home. You're not going to tell me what's going on. What? I don't know. It's like a snake in a yeah. fish. Yeah. Oh, just a snake. Okay. Like moths to flames. Okay. Sorry. 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 It's that okay. was weird. But anyways, and so then he goes home, wakes up the next day, and the fucking cat is alive. But he's not the same. The cat is super clumsy it's almost like he's muddled. And that's even, I think somewhere along the book, that's one of the phrases they use. The cat is muddled. And there's something very sinister about it. And he can feel it. And he's just like, what the fuck did I do? I just brought this thing back to life. So that sets up like the it's whole- It's a monkey pasta. Yeah. So it sets up the whole premise of that, of you know, you bury something in the Micmac grave and then it comes back to life. <laughs> and so, you know, Judd tells him like that place is powerful and it's weird and I feel guilty that I even took you there because I should have never taken you there because now it's your secret too and now you're going to be compelled by its power to bring someone else up there and it's just going to be never ending and ooh, spooky stuff and so, you know, he tries to adjust to the cat. Oh, there was also an episode of The Littlest Pet Shop that dealt with the pet cemetery. Yep. Which was just fucking weird. <laughs> First off, <laughs> Why were you watching The Littlest Pet Shop? Because I was just watching TV one day and it, uh, <laughs> and there was an episode on there and there was a fucking horse that made a shit joke. Oh my God. Because he was like, man, that's a load of horse hockey. Oh like, my God. How can, ho- uh, how, can, how can you wear skates? It's like, that's not what I meant. I was oh, like, that's a shit man. joke. You're like, that's a joke about <laughs> horse shit. Jesus Christ, kids TV shows. But so yeah, that, that yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Jesus. But anyway, so the they're playing outside. Fast forward, Fumley comes back. The cat's kind of weird, but they've all adjusted to it. They're all playing outside one day, and you know, at this point, he's just bonded so deeply with his children. And he's just found this amazing aspect about being a father and and having these kids around. And guess who decides to run out in the road and gets hit by a truck? Their two-year-old son. And so suddenly their whole family dynamic is just Fuck. smashed, destroyed. Like they don't understand what's happening. He He's trying to like go through his grief without acknowledging that he has grief because he's trying to get the funeral fucking done yeah. and get his you're crazy wife to, under you're control. You're trying to uh, 
be some kind of a pillar when Just the whole something. world's gone fucked. Exactly. And then <clears throat> he eventually yeah. has a breakdown and he starts thinking to himself, I know the cat didn't come back right. I know that there was something wrong about that. He's like, but maybe I can grave rob my son's grave and bury him in the Micmacs and I can have my son. And he comes up to this question of- Comes in a nice little patty white. Well, <laughs> so he starts- I'm do that yeah, I know. And so he starts thinking to himself, he's just like, you know, I know that he's not going to be the same, but it would be worth to have my son again yeah. for his mother to hold him again and fuck what anyone else has to say. And he goes through with it. And I mean- obviously the kid does not come back the same. Like, I mean, I, it's, it's just this whole, yeah, it's an Eldritch portal. Yeah. It's a monkey Paul's Esse- Eldritch portal. Essentially. And so it all just comes back to this fucked up, like, you know, what have I done situation? Like I immediately regret having done this. And it's, it's insane. The description is fantastic. He, he builds up this whole world for you so that you are invested in the characters. You are invested in Lewis's life and his children. And when he gives them that hardship, you feel it. You begin to feel like, oh, God. The true like, horror is not the eldritch aspect. No. That's just the set dressing. That's, the true horror is what man is what man's man, inhumanity to man and what, yeah. what we will go through for what, selfish what we want things. and what we wish. Yeah, yeah, what selfish things we are willing to go through. And it's one of those things that, as a child, I never caught that aspect of it. I just remember reading it and thinking, what a stupid man. Why would you do that? Well, like, like that's just common sense. You don't bring dead things back to life. And I was just like, and Fran, who has no idea how to empathize. Yeah, and so now, only well, now, only now that I have a child, hey, I find I found myself thinking after I listened to it all. I was like, would I make that choice? And would I be so grief stricken that I would say, "Fuck my child's humanity, fuck everyone else's"? I'm going to do this for me. And essentially ruin not just my life, but my wife's life and my daughter's life and and the child whose body I was supposed to leave alone. Like it's just that and, has been sleeved into a yeah by something you don't know has been brought and especially for you. God, I mean, non patty whacked your kid trying non-pa- to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> non patty whacked. She already tried to kill me, and I still love that little son of a bitch. I still love her so deeply, and it's and it brought this whole new sense of horror with it. And the whole time I'm thinking, this is what horror needs to be. It, it, this is what makes it so perfect. Is that it incites that real sense of fear and dread inside of you. And it's not because there's jump scares and it's not because there's ghosts walking around, but because it talks to your sense of humanity in such a way that you begin to question your own morals and your own self and your own beliefs. And you're just like, holy fuck. Like, that's what you want. You want it to leave you thinking and just mentally fucked up for a while of of you trying to, to grasp the horrible, awful thing that happened and what you would do in that situation. And it's why I believe it is like, it is easily hands down, in my opinion, the best definition example example of of what horror should be. All right. For mine, ah, we can both agree that there's very few authors that are incorporated when it comes to horror. So I'm going to give you in a set dressing. I want you to guess who the author is. Okay. All right. If there are six people locked in a room, all right, you have one is black, one who's super racist, one is a parent, one is their child who they don't really get along with, all right? One is a Bible thumper. The sixth one is just some random red shirt that the Bible thumper convinces 
that everyone else is secretly at fault for whatever horrible thing caused them to be locked up in this room. Oh, and the racists try to kill the black guy for some reason. So now there's only five of them. But then Bible Thumper makes everybody believe that that parent and child are the cause of the horrors and they they extricate and they force them to leave only oh, to the to their death. They will obviously die. But actually, it's Bible Thumper and her flock that die. Are you? Who do you think this author is? Are you describing the mist? I'm describing the mist. <laughs> I was on. like, oh my god. I'm also describing oh, every fucking Stephen King, King thing uh, when there's at least six people. When there's multiple characters, yeah. And my one is the mist. Yeah. Because if we're going on, good horror isn't jump scares. Good horror isn't fucking. The the terror of what's out there. Yep. It's what terror lies within. What terror lies exactly. And nothing screams what man will do to man more. And I'm going, I haven't read the Fuck. book. Oh, I'm going man. with the movie. With the movie. I'm going with the original That's... ending of the movie. Yep. Where six people are fucking, including his kid, they're fucking getting away. They're just, they're just driving like fucking. Trying so they're hard. stuck in this horrible mist and there's like a weird thing happening in a military base. And it's something's coming out of it. There's like a portal. So it's causing the mist and it's killing anything out in the mist. So they're just going and going and going. And they run out of gas. The kid's asleep in not Amy Smart's arms. And fucking Thomas Jane looks at the gun, looks at the five fucking bullets. Counts and, and then it goes, just fuck. pans out. And you hear five clack, clack, clacks. And then just Thomas Jane just. Aah! He stands out waiting for and something waiting to, to bring come death. Kill me. And what happens? The army shows up. He's, they stop the he menace. He sees a tank fuck! rolling Not in. only that. Everyone else survives. Bible thumper lady survives. Everybody in the supermarket is not dead. But the people that but he, he loved. killed his own kid. The, his, oh. his own child oh. to stop. I know, me too. I've in got the, the hopes goosebumps. Of, like saving the. Like, I watched that fucking clip. Yeah. Fuck, even though it's overacting. It's like, still it's great. Still, yeah, it's you, still great. It still elicits like, that fuck. same. You're still watching it and you're thinking, God, if I was in that situation, right? like how, how there would and be. The, you know, the most, most terrifying, most mind fucky part of that. There's no long pause between the shots. No, it's right just when he continuous. starts, it goes. So he either he, and I love the fact you don't know who he shot first. Yeah. Cause he probably, actually he probably shot his kid. First. It had to have been. And there's not that much of a hold from the time that he loads the gun. The kid wakes up. The kid wakes up and looks at him. Then it pans out to the fucking outside and they're just, pow, 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 yep. pow, pow. Like, fuck. Here he was uh. thinking he was doing the best thing to to, to forbid uh. them from meeting a painful, a horrible, suffering horrible ending. And then, and, and then, then everybody just goes. Yep. You know, the dumbest part, though, the end of it is... Two fucking officers are standing there beside his car when fucking Carol from goddamn Walking Dead <laughs> drives by. And, and they're just looking at him like, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with Why him? They're is he animating. Out? None of them are looking slightly to the right like oh it's all them dead bodies it's all that's why he shouted it's all the people he because yeah, they're just killed. looking at him looking around and just like what's the matter with this one <laughs> you're gonna be punisher why are you crying is it because of the sweetest thing is it because of deep blue sea oh. why are you crying 
deep You're going to be in a HBO show where you have a big dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that your example of that is wonderfully articulated and bloviated yeah. in mine. Since we both are so well aware of it, <laughs> it's just noting that. Because all you have to say is, that fucking ending. That the fucking ending. The ending of The Mist. It just it uh, and 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 it, the the whole thing again and it all goes back to the fact that Stephen King. It's a slow burn. It's yeah. That, uh, it's okay. He builds it up. He builds it up the, the tension. Uh, he builds up the. It is the directorial. Uh, the way he dire- the way his movies are directed, directed. if they're directed well. It the is, only one. Uh, the only one that he's ever quoted hating was Stanley Kubrick's. Yeah, because Stanley Kubrick knew better than him. Yeah. He was pissed that he knew better than him because guess what. Fucking topiary lions. <laughs> topiary lions. <laughs> now the actual the actual ending, the oh, actual way everything yeah. happens should have stayed. Yeah. That means there was a bit of Jack Torrance that was fucking, fucking worth it. Yep. Because he actively made his possessor possessor forget about the boiler, which yeah. is brought up constantly. It's the Chekhov's gun of the thing. Or hell, it's like it's also the, like a plot MacGuffin. Like you have to do this, you have yep. to do this, and he made the fucking hotel forget about it. The hotel itself, which has had to be, which has dealt with this boiler for Forever. fucking a century, he was able to force it to forget about its one weakness mm-hmm. long enough for his family to get out. That was great, but at the same time, it was Jack Nicholson, and he's a giant waste of shit. You don't like Jack Nicholson? As a human being, he's a giant waste of shit. Well, yeah, no, as a human he is, but as an actor. Well, no, he's also okay as an actor. Really? I love One Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Dude, that one Yeah, that's just because he was a fucking self-involved prick the whole time, which is why he's also good in uh, (laughs) Shining. He's a self-involved prick. Any movie where he is just a self-involved prick, he's okay. Well, I mean, he's he's done a couple movies where he's uh, he's been kind of a softer character. Actually, he hasn't done. I can't think of a single movie he's done where he isn't a self-involved prick. Now that I think about it. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, I'm looking. I was like, I know there's been a couple that I've seen. I'm because yeah, because okay, like I was gonna say, uh, like I was gonna explain uh, a lot of King's stories. Yeah, the best way to think about it is like infrasound. Yeah. Or when you're watching a movie yes. and you don't even notice, but there's this there's this very low, low, low pitch. Just constantly, slowly building up this little you ambience. See how he whined? That. It just, this little, just, just, that that never lets you fucking it, settle. Yeah. That's, it, it just builds and builds and builds. And it's just like, it, it contracts you mentally. And that's what... Yep. That's what the mist does. The entire fucking movie, it's just contraction, contraction. You contraction, can slowly contraction. feel oh, it. Oh, hey, there's a bunch building. of races. Contraction, contraction. Oh, look, now there's a fucking congregation. Yep. Thanks, Carol. Uh, just pushing and pushing and pushing. And you can really find it in any of his books, even when you when you read it, because that's another one. That was my second runner-up because that one really also, as as a kid, it left me depressed for like a couple weeks, dude. That book hit me hard. I had identified with Beverly's character so much that I like I couldn't oh, yeah. I couldn't get out of that funk. I was just like, oh my God. And so when I became an adult and read it as an adult, I wasn't Beverly anymore. I I felt more of myself like Billy. And and I and then as I was reading through all of it and and experiencing the characters through all of it and seeing the parallels, because that was one of the biggest things was I was Beverly as a child and I watched myself not make the same mistakes that Beverly did. 
And so it Wait, w- you didn't have a gangbang in a sewer? You know, no, I didn't. <laughs> Thank God for that one. But it was it was just the fact that, you know, she kept to the victim mentality. She even though she wanted to be better and she worked hard for herself, she still never did better for herself. And and it's just one of those things where it hit me so emotionally just because of the different branch I took and and just seeing her life fall out the way it did and then of course the cosmic space turtle shit and all that's pretty cool too so i don't know if you've ever read the book no but, <laughs> because yeah. i don't have three fucking years of my life to waste <laughs> it's not that fucking long that's a lie i do have that amount no, of time it actually I'm sorry, is no thanks it actually is pretty long now i think about it, it's got like 80 something chapters Ooh, but yeah yeah you know um considering they didn't have to cut much yeah. to make half the story a movie. Well, and so the other nice- well, Actually, they had to cut a lot to make half the story a movie. They had to cut out a lot. Because that, that's one of the other things, too, that he does really well is not only does he build the tension and build the world up, but on top of that, he hides so much foreshadowing. He and George R. R. Martin are two of my favorite authors when it comes to foreshadowing things because they sneak it in there so smoothly that when it finally happens and it finally just, like, clicks- you're just like, holy shit. You know, and that was one of the big things with it was that there was a turtle always everywhere. A turtle in a tank, a turtle on the ground, a turtle. And so finally, when they start talking about how the turtle was talking to him, the turtle was talking to him and the turtle brought them life. And then you figure it at the end that, you know, the fucking monster it is actually a whole euphemism for death, for eternal. No, it's an actual being. Death. An well, actual being, interstellar yeah. being. But I mean, which, but I mean, when you read like about Jesus it. Jesus Christ, King, seriously. But it's 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 a being for death, and the the cosmic turtle was the being of life, and now the cosmic being is uh, for life is dead. Using a spider thing for it was just, uh, death, but well, the, what about turtle scream? I'm so alive. It 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 became um a spider once it landed here because it it figured out that that was the one thing that even predators were afraid of. Even predators didn't fuck with were spiders. I'm pretty sure a predator wouldn't worry too much about spiders. They can see fucking heat waves, and they got arm cannons, yo. No, oh my god, it's it's the reason. Some candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's think about it. Think about it. When people see a black widow, their first instinct isn't, "Oh, a black widow." It's kill it with fire, burn down the house. Like, oh, murder. I haven't shit my pants in four years. Yeah, that's you know, a that's an oddly comfortable you know, feeling. It's, it's it's why a lot of spiders color them, especially. Venomous. Venomous is when they bite you. Poisonous is when they spit on you. Or is it the other way around? No. Um, no. I always get no, them flipped. Poisonous is what... Okay. Venom is what they bite into you. Yeah. Poison is when is what you, you eat, eat them. Okay, yeah. So spit venomous. on you? Sorry. Well, because... No, 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 no. I want you now to think of a poison-spitting spider <laughs> and then ask yourself, why the fuck am I fucking not shitting myself <laughs> to death? Because I like a spiders, poison Bob. poison-spitting Spider, Bob. I fuck you. I kept a black widow in a jar for three weeks before Brandon killed it with fire when I was at yeah, work. Yeah, you know why? Because so... Brandon isn't fucking crazy. Okay, <laughs> I just say it. I'm not afraid of bugs, but yeah. So I mean, when you, it's it's the reason why venomous creatures in general color themselves so brightly. It's not because they want to be vain, beautiful fucks. It's because they're letting. Yeah, they're telling you don't eat me. They're telling predators and they're telling regular animals don't eat me, and they listen because they go, oh shit. That red bitch over there is going to fucking kill me. I'm out. Deuces, niggas. Like, it's it ain't fucking around. And so, and so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the, the reason why. Yeah, it becomes this hideous spider thing when it lands on Earth. Its normal entity is just 
Lights. Okay. Just lights. But yeah, so I like that we both agreed on a but Stephen King. which one is more indicative of what true horror is? For me, oh, fuck. Because I'm sorry, I have to go with The Mist because if true horror, and King is a good example of good yeah. horror, is the horrors we wrought upon ourselves and others. And if the hubris of... The hubris and not caring about the, the consequences. The hubris of man. I wouldn't even say hubris in Pet Cemetery. It's fuck the consequences. It's for it. It wasn't even. It, it. I wouldn't call it selfless. It was for a good reason. But knowing you would unleash the horror. It was. But, it was. It was justifying a bad thing with good reason. With good intent, but it's with still, good intent. Yeah. But it's. But, but you still consequ- knowing damning yourself by damning the consequences. Yeah, by damning the Whereas consequences. Yes, perfect. Mist was. What happens to people? What happens to people when nobody knows what's going on? Uh, and it's a good, and it's the, oh God, what was that experiment called? It was the, uh, what was it, the Mouse City? Oh. Like, that experiment of yep. what happens when you put all these fucking mice into a, yep. like what happens if you put everything in the structure and then you limit food, you limit this, you limit that, you fucking, you, like one of them, didn't he just constantly put on edge? Yep. And they fucking, once they were introduced into other ones, they killed everything and then themselves? Well, there was the other one. They, they also did the one with the drugs too where they gave the one yeah. cocaine and the other one just regular peanut butter. And when they released the cocaine one into the field of the other ones, it wouldn't socialize. It wouldn't be friends. It was agitated. It wanted to get back to the it cocaine. It was junkie. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. like what happens in like that society? What happens when you uh, when isolate? So, when society when starts to crumble. you know the world's crumbling. You know yeah. there is a constant threat so that i would honestly have to go with the mist as a better aspect of what horror yeah is. you know I'm, i don't I'm, i want i really want to agree with you wholeheartedly because it's true i it's, think if i picked another author king would have won but the thing king, is though, we're, yeah. we're we're pitting king against king, king. and one of which is just one is of, just one existential of, yeah. eldritch horror and the other is it's humanity horror plus man versus yeah. man. man man humanity crumbling Within such a small group, even showing you what a small group is able to do to and each what other. one Bible thumper will do well, to a control well, group. Yep, what one person can do to and control everyone. Because there's usually one of each. Yep. And, and then, 85 red shirts who are like, I'm going to go outside now. I'm going to believe the person who believes that they have answers. So, oh, I, and also Thomas Jane was fucking the artist for the Dark Tower series in that movie. Of, of course, course he was. Well, so here's here's the other thing I just realized is that both stories deal with faith, but in a different way. One is trying to have faith in yourself and in your Even decisions. after the world comes apart. Or no, 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 no. after a horrible thing happens. After a horrible thing happens to you, thinking that you're making the right decision. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the loss of faith and using faith to manipulate others to gain what you want. Because at the end of the day, that's what it was. The Bible thumper, she wanted her own way. She wanted people to believe her and follow her and listen to her. She was in fucking charge. Yeah, she and was that's lonely. what she wanted she was, was just to, nobody ever listened to her and now now oh shit y'all i'm gonna get up on my bible theme soapbox i was fucking right this box full yep. of fucking chick tracks <laughs> jesus christ yes and, and so, every last one of those chick tracks is about dnd is about oh my god but you know what yeah i think i will agree that of the two 
Beat. You can't beat that fucking ending. No, because pet, pet, pet Cemetery is more for an individual to read through and feel. Yes. But the mist is something that anyone it's something you observe. Anyone can identify. Because yeah. there are people who are racist who's probably read this book. There are people who are Bible thumpers who've probably read this book. There are people who are just regular old fucking red shirts trying to muddle their way through life. Like and it's, not shoot their kids in the yeah. head. You know, so it I would probably say, yeah, this one probably would go to the mist. Sweet. Because Bob one one. Bob one one. I'm, oh, the fantasy one's going to be hard for Dude. you to get. Uh, but all right, so let's go with fantasy now. What's your Kay. pick for fantasy? So my pick for fantasy, and this took me a long time because I have so many favorite ones in fantasy that have really personally like just brought me so much joy. Like you look at my Harry Potter books and they're fucking battered. My Aragon books and they're fucking battered. My Chronicles of Narnia, my His Dark Materials. I mean, all of them are trashed. From- Wait, was that two words or one? Is it His Dark or His Dark? It's His Dark. dark it. His okay. Dark Materials. Okay, so the man who owns Dark Materials. Yeah. Okay. And so, I thought his name was just His Dark. No, His Dark Materials. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I probably should have been, because that does sound like Pieces it could be a name. Pieces of His Dark. Pieces of His Dark. But, I mean, these book series of all, in some way, shape, or form, brought something to me, molded me in a way, left an effect on me. But when it comes to how uh, fantasy should be written, how fantasy's point is to take you away to a different land, because because where horror should I should force you to identify with it and force you, fantasy, in my opinion, is the whole point of fantasy is to take you somewhere else. It's not to bring fear through the realism of life it or anything it's it's to make you believe that this other world this other to reality exists and to enjoy it and to be part of it but not to have it really a, be something that could affect your life in any way shape or form and so it came down to lord of the rings which god it it was so hard to choose between this and lord of the rings but what really boiled it down to me was even though jrr tolkien was really the first to build a whole universe around books. It was Robert Jordan who really fucking cemented it so well that the motherfucker has 14 books of world building, of character building, of really sucking you into this fantasy that parallels are so fucking perfect and that I had- who's Robert Jordan? Robert Jordan wrote the books, uh, uh, the uh, the Eye of the World or the the Wheels of Time, is what the I whole series is called. I heard about those books. Are they, dude? Oh my fucking god! It the the way this book, you you you're one second, one second you're you're in a civilized part of the land where magic is just so prevalent and powerful, and there's this whole matriarchy that rules the magic. And the next, all of a sudden, you feel yourself going to the middle of fucking nowhere where there's snow beasts and all this shit and a war raging on. And you're just like, holy fuck, what happened? Like, it it sucks you in so well into every region, into every world, into every culture. Because that was the other thing that I loved is the motherfucker built cultures so goddamn well that all of the sudden you find yourself falling in love with specific cultures and specific aspects of them and thinking god this is so cool like i would want to be an and and i would want to be like it's just nuts it's amazing and the way that magic works in that world is perfect because usually when a fantasy book has magic or technology it's always one or the other because science 
beat magic yeah, out, because science is prevalent. Because, because you would, because for advancement, once you find yeah, what works, you tend to stick. For whatever reason, they don't, and there's very few books that combines the two, and very well either. It's very rare to find them, but that's what Robert Jordan did so well in the Wheel of Time books, is that science is magic. Magic is science. The whole point of the tower you can cast a blind spell you can blind them with science like it <laughs> she blinded him with science <laughs> but no it's the whole the whole point of it is i mean at one point in time they were this amazing advanced civilized world they are they were essentially what atlantis was was you know is supposedly what it supposedly was when it existed According to the Greeks. Bunny foo-foos. Yeah, bunny foo-foos. But anyways, and so they were basically this super amazing like world. They devastated themselves through the overuse of magic and meddling with the power of magic the way we fucking meddled with atomic bombs, essentially. And they blasted themselves back to the goddamn Stone Age and had to work back up again. And so, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And the history is so rich and is so vividly told that you feel like you're you're reading real history. It's it's not like you're reading the Cimmerillion to to get more context for the for you know the Lord of the Rings and or the Melkor, Hobbit. who was fucking yeah. a, who was preferred by Melchior, <laughs> Melchior, who then came about by Melkon. Oh like, god, fuck you! It's, it's not anything like that. It's more of of your a wizard went bad. The <laughs> yeah. fucking end. Yeah, like, there you go. What Sauron? A wizard went bad. A wizard went bad. A wizard went bad and fucked up some. El- and now you got orcs. There, I just saved you 400 pages from his fucking Cimmerillion. There you go. Oh, shit. That's the backstory. Oh, fuck. No, but it seriously does. It, 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 and just the way he pieces it together. Now, the thing that does suck is that Robert Jordan never got to finish the books. Oof. He died. And so when he passed away, he had already picked Sanderson. Um, oh, really? Brandon Sanderson? Yeah, he had picked Sanderson to finish the novels. And here's the one problem I will say that that maybe is what turned off readers from being into the series, like not really getting deep into them, is that you can tell when his mind, when Robert Jordan's mind was sane and when he started getting old and senile because he kind of does start to meander around in the plot lines. But I didn't mind it because, again... I was so absorbed in the world. I wanted to know what it was like on the other side of the sea. I wanted to know what plots and what evil things were thickening over there. And each different character, you would love the character, Matt. Jesus Christ. Think of Gambit. Okay. Think of Gambit with the fucking power. Wait, where's of... Annie's jizz right? Wait, wait, wait. Think, yeah. <laughs> Think of Gambit with, the, with not only Gambit's power, but also the fucking power of Domino. And then just fucking... No, that is... No, no. Uh, I, I'm going to school you some here. He actually does have luck uh, luck not, affecting powers. Not, not, to, the the, exe- but not no. to the extent that Domino does. He does have them, though. Also, 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 when he went back in time and had Sinister fucking delobotomize yeah, him okay. and he became an Omega, all of his powers amplified greatly. So also his luck did. So, But still... Because without those luck powers... When the fucking guilds, or when New Sun fucking put a price on his head of $1 million, yeah. paying 
Deadpool, $2 million, wouldn't have saved his life. No. And that check bounced and Deadpool forgot about it. He knew Deadpool would forget that the check bounced. Because Deadpool's just an insane motherfucker who really doesn't, half the time, just doesn't really know what's going on. No, because he doesn't. He just doesn't. Because if you want to think about it in-universe, it's because his... uh, His brain is just constantly building tumors. Exactly. Constantly. Not just that, it's... <clears throat> destroying and rebuilding, destroying yeah. and rebuilding. So, so it's destroying his short-term memory and, and rebuilding, rebuilding it new over yep. and over and over. So it's not like he doesn't remember why he entered a room. He doesn't remember what he just said after he yeah, entered he's the like, room. He's like, I came in here for cocaine, but I felt like I was having a conversation with someone. Were they real or not? <laughs> then he sneezes and cocaine flies out because he did already. He already have did the cocaine, but yeah. no, but yeah, and so and so some people were kind of bothered by that the meandering thing, but I didn't mind it because again it gave you a glimpse better into the characters, and that's one of the reasons why there are so many books because he really takes the time to. Hi, Bubby. Hi, Bubby. I oh. have to give silent instruction. He has the hottest tongue. He gave me seriously. a seriously, but his tongue is so fucking hot. I don't know why. <laughs> like the temperature of it. Maybe it's just because he's been licking his asshole recently. I don't know. It always is. So. I know, but I mean, he probably no. He his doesn't lick his asshole, especially with his hips. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it really and it and it really brings you into all the characters because that's another thing I've always found longing in a lot of fantasy books is they introduce you to this cool character. Lacking, you mean? Yeah. What did I say? Longing. Well, like, I I'm it's longing for that. I have fucking that I I have. That that have <laughs> that have given me a sense of longing at once. Well, I've always well, I have had a have longing found to learn longing more. Means that you fucking got so high, like yeah. it made you hamois. No, that I wouldn't what say you're talking it's about moist, is but, weight is yeah. uh, things that you have been waiting waiting for. for. Yeah. So what I've yeah that's so longing. that's that's what I've really found lacking in a lot of fantasy is that is that they introduce this amazing character and they give you just enough snippets for you to really be like yeah they're great, but then you're just like. I want to know more, and I want to know more, and I need to know more, and I want to know their story. And so he does that. Every character he introduces, you get to follow them on their individual journey and still be part of the overall plot. And that's what really cements his and Sanderson's job that they both did. The exploration of the world. Was that the exploration of the world, of the people, of the character building was so whole, so complete. And the fact that you had, like... It was seriously up to like 23 different storylines that were weaving and weaving and weaving into each other. But at the same time, you get the comic book issue to where if you fucking missed one, you're fucked. Yeah. So you want to read all the books because at the end, at the end of the book, at the end of the book, you have the giant tapestry finally woven for you and you get to see the final image and you're just like, yes. This is what I wanted. You see the curvature of the earth. You no longer believe it's flat. Like it's just amazing. You have trans. You have uh, gone beyond the the uh, the powers of. You're no longer dealing with a normal Saiyan warrior. You've risen through the ether. Like you just. You are now Super Saiyan God. (laughs) Super Saiyan God. God Saiyan Super Super. Oh shit. God Saiyan Super. But it's just. It was just so wonderful. It's it's everything that if every fantasy novel was written at least. Half as good as this was, you would you would find people never people never wanting to leave that genre. And see, on mine, I have like there's plenty I can do in terms of books because, like, I read a lot of books and a lot of them are fantasy. Yep. Technically, I would I would say if I chose, I could have had the same answer for both in terms of books. Yeah. The J Date series, the John dies at the end. Oh. I should let you borrow the first book if you if you want to do well, some reading. I listened to it. Oh, you did? I, I had bought it when you told me about it. Wait, 
and I did enjoy it, but I haven't gone further than that. I would, uh, John Dice at the end is good. This book's full of spiders is great. What the hell did I just read? It's a fucking mind trip. Yeah. Fancy, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, let's see, what's it called? Uh, Futuristic Violence and Fancy Suits is a great sci-fi story, because it's about a bunch of people who got kicked out of Nevada, so they bought up some land in Utah oh, and shit. made a super Nevada, a super Vegas. <laughs> and it's about like uh, everybody's out to catch the main character because he's the daughter of the guy who now, did it all. real quick, are these books all anthologies or do they all involve John? No. The J- the first three are the J-Date series, which I don't know what they're going to do when it came to find out that the person who was modeled after uh, John is a sex pest. Oh, yeah, he fucking, no. uh, he, he goddamn, like, he did a lot of shit to people at Crack. And he was, uh, and he was David Wong's, like, best friend. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. John Cheese, yeah, he, yeah, he was a sex pest. Uh, God damn. God damn you, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, my God. No, because, no, they have, like, the, like, the DVDs had, like, some extras, <laughs> and one of which was them doing interviews and what was it, Tim Tim uh, Tim Allen, the oh, the guy who played yeah. yeah who played Renum and who played like you know the 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 short doctor, like yeah he was like talking about the guy who fucking uh who Richard Iowata plays is about him being a fucking bit of a pederast and he's like. Once you're a sex pest, nobody will work with you. So uh, now I have yeah. sex pest no. stuck in my head. Sex sex pest was a term what? I became familiar with after watching a lot of fucking British true crimes because that's what they oh, call really? them. They do? Oh, sweet. So See, I was I like, got a dumb oh reason. my uh, god. And uh, futuristic violence is it's actually going to be a series. He's writing the second one, yeah, which is great. That's just such a good fuck. fuck yeah, god damn, that's a good book. I'll let you yeah. borrow that. Or oh wait, you listen. So yeah, I was like, I'm gonna futuristic have to... violence and fancy suits. So good. Or just look up David Wong. Uh, but because there's really two types of fantasy. There's world fantasy and story fantasy. Like you said on there. Or yep. Willow. Willow. Watching oh, Willow. Oh, I love that movie. God. You don't need a primer on the world because it takes bits from uh, yep. our mythology. You don't need to know what a brownie is. You know it's a tiny little fucker. Yep. If you know what a brownie is, great. If not, it doesn't affect it. Yep, and uh, you know the Hydra that turns it that weird fucking monkey thing that turns into Hydra. It's just weird. <laughs> then you have story ones like I, uh, you know, Big Fish is technically a fantasy movie because I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because it's taking I. Uh, I love it's that taking, movie. So, oh god, Fuck, it's I the best movie. thing fucking Tim Burton ever did with his shitty career. Well, and Owen McGregor. Oh Ewan, my oh. god, I just I already loved him from Moulin Rouge, and I already loved him as Obi Wan Kenobi. And then I watched that movie, and I was just like, yeah. God. Because please. if you stare, it's like the story of like this guy who, who was like, who was so worried about being the big fish in the small pond, but that wasn't all of it. He he felt so bad that he was gone, gone for, for everything. So long. That he he would tell stories to make people feel better about why he was gone, and they and then when you realize like at the end he did have this wonderful life, but he spun it in a way in a fantastical way that that made everybody happy. Yeah, and that's a great character, and that's the type of fantasy I'm talking about when I use my movie. Okay, are you gonna want me to guess it again? No, not this one. <laughs> okay, because there's no other. Movie like you know what I can do this okay all right we'll see if I can guess it because that's like always another problem for me is I spend too much I spend a little too much time watching movies and a little less time cleaning up the house or being responsible I can't help it 
I know this song and I love this song. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I was like, but it's been used in a lot of them. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like trying to think specifically fantasy. What fantasy movie is that prevalent in? Because guess what? Groundhog's Day is a fantasy movie. And I'm about to tell you why. Was it? Okay. Okay. Right. Tell me why. Why think is Ground- about Think about anime right now. Okay. What I'm, is the most prevalent genre? Mindset. All right. It's fantasy. Isekai. Oh, the time travel. It is shit. normal person trapped in a fantastical world with weird fucking names like like long, long goddamn names that looks like you were just trying to pad out the fucking <laughs> uh, the the word count. Like that one oh, time I got shit. transported to a magical world when all I had on me was a compass and a fucking uh and a cell phone which mystically gets uh recharged every day from shooting magic into it because now I know magic. I know all of the magic. I'm the best at magic and now I also have a harem. Oh, what's that fucking anime called? Yeah. yeah. Stranded in another world, world of a cell, cell phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, my god. And that setup of taking a normal person and putting them in a fantastic setting. Okay. That's a that's a fun It's a big trope. It's a big trope. Because it can also work well with a uh, with metaphor and allegory. Because here's a story about a guy who it's never explained what is happening to him, why it is happening to him. And in the original shot, the original story, he was there for 10,000 years. I thought he it was, was that way in the movie too, isn't it? Oh, no, it was about nine or 10 years in the movie, actually. Really? It was yeah, only Yeah, they nine end up cutting it down to about, they said it was that, but no. Like, right, like, as in, it was just one of those things because it originally said in there, but, you know, some executive dickwad said to trim it because by the end of the story, he was a god. Yeah. He was a god of one day, of one small sphere of influence, pure omniscience. Yeah, because All he right? knew, he's seen, he's lived, he can predict, he can change, he can alter, he can... He has, he can, he has seen everything there is just by living it. He's seen everything under the sun to the point where nothing surprises him anymore. And you might as well be walking on it. Yep. Fuck it. Is he walking on sunshine, you piece of shit? The sun. I was making a fucking Smash Mouth reference. Oh, God. Get out of here. (laughs) Leave my swamp. All right. But let me try and square myself because I did actually do a lot of fucking notes on this one. Uh, Very curious. Okay. Because I do love that movie. And I actually recently watched it like last (laughs) month. (laughs) On the giant rant I had about Isekai, the name continued. (laughs) <laughs> I, after I have all the magic in the world and I save the universe with my Sonic OC, don't steal. But... <laughs> oh my God, Isekai has weird fucking names. They really okay? do. Well, what was it? Uh, that time I was turned into a slime. Fuck you. Slime time's a great show. It's a great show, but yes, seriously. That time I was reincarnated as a slime. That fucking, yes. so, that fucking title. It's a great fucking kick down of this genre without fucking being like grimdark. I've been like recommending it like crazy because God, people people have been obsessed with that Goblin Slayer or whatever the fuck it is. God, that's so boring. And I'm like, it's just I'm like, edge for the sake yeah. of edge. I was like, you know. But a reason to like that is the guy who wrote it. You know why he wrote it? Why? He was making fun of grim, dark D&D games. Oh. He was playing a D&D game, and everybody had, like, this grimmest fucking thing. Like, oh, yeah, he has the grimmest fucking backstory oh. ever. He is grim, dark, the fucking warrior. Well, so- He only kills goblins, though. <laughs> like, that was hilarious. Well, here's here's the thing that I also realized about stuff like that when it comes to D&D and shit. Because I, I always wondered to myself, why do people always create such depressing 
crazy and it's and it's because it allows your no. it allows your dm i am actually going to explain how marisha ray a voice actor who does critical yeah. role said it well, well I mean, who this- would i want you to who would kill a dragon when they have a stable family life it's like yeah. oh well, hey joe uh are you off like you want to well, uh, like, was- hey uh you know what i'm just I have this wonderful wife, these loving family. My farm business is great. I'm going to go kill a dragon. Adventure, no, but that's... You that, have yeah. to have a bad fucking that, life. That, that's the point I was getting yeah. to, is that it allows the, the DM to have the opportunity to just build a whole bunch of stories, a whole bunch of new Jesus, missions. A, a normal whole... fucking... Like, yeah. If your backstory is, you know what? He actually has a... Uh, a a He's a merchant. He has a business that he runs. Well, yeah. You could actually have a story of, okay, you know what? Someone he once was in business with is trying to undercut him or actually stole all of his shit. Now there's a story. You run into a town. This guy stole your invention and selling as their own. You can do that without (laughs) being fucking. Oh, and that guy also killed your entire family. Well, so it's just it's it's a default mode. When I when I came to that realization, because I was building my my rat folk for our Starfinder game. And uh, at first I did create this tragic backstory. And then my friend was like. Have you listened to uh, Aliens and uh, oh my god, I can't remember the other part of it. But it's another podcast. It's really great. Um, but they're they're uh, have you listened to that? I was like, no, not yet. Why? And they're like, because your character has like exactly the same story as their mechanic character. I'm like, god damn it. So I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a happy rat who grew up on the junk planet. And I'm adventuring because I want to see the world and collect better junk. Yeah. That's it. So I'm go. so I'm just a smart ass, happy go lucky. All I want is to see the junk kind of kind of fucking route. I was like, fuck the tragic backstory. I ain't doing that route. But right. anyways. And, uh, so Groundhog's Day. It's of course telling the story of a man living the same day over and over. Over and over and over and, and over. It also tells you there's like really there's two really good plots to this. Or really good messages. Okay. Message one. Absolute power does indeed corrupt absolutely. Yes. But it gets fucking boring after a while. Yes. Because, like, okay, if, like, what happens on there? He he talks to a woman every day for, like, a month just so he could fuck her. Yep. All right? He tries manipulating a situation just to get Andy McDowell's Andy McDoomps. Yep. All right? And... All these things that he's did, he robbed the bank constantly just because he was bored. He does, he does all this. He does stuff all for these fun. horrible things. But I want you to think about this. It it's a great plot line in Adventure Zone. There's one, uh, there's one arc in it where it's eight o'clock to noon, one day. Yeah. Every time they die, they repeat it. They're the only ones that remember, over and over. And once they solve everything, everybody else in town remembers it. They also remember all the shit they did. Oh, man. Because when you want to hurry up and rush through things and you know it's just going to reset, you'll do some fucked up shit. Yeah, because you know that it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter the yeah. next day. You just do whatever the and, fuck you it want. It even causes the antagonist at the end, who is also in the same, under, the same who knows time the loops, loop, yeah. who can see the loops. Because no, everybody's in the loop. The entire town is in the loop. I guess technically, yeah, they are all But in he the loop. sees it because yeah. he was in the ground zero, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Because like, this is a thing that could easily be solved with. Hey, the thing that's causing this is bad. We've dealt with it a, this type of thing a lot. We can save this town. Yeah. But he's been keeping an eye on them after a while. He saw them rob a bank. He saw them saw them steal from people. He saw them cheat the town. Yep. And it's like, no, why would I ever help you? These so, yeah, people are all terrible. It's that little thing. If somebody else can see it, it's 
So uh, after all these times just living over and over and over and having absolute control of this town, after failing to hit it off or to recreate a moment with Andy McDowell, put a pin in that because I'm coming back to that moment. Mm -hmm. What does he do? Does he continue to rule with an iron fist? No. no. He learns a piano. He learns trades. He just he just starts he accepts the moment and betters himself. Because mm -hmm. I swear to all things holy, if Voldemort had won. Okay, and he became king of all wizards. Okay, like he wanted. Like he wanted. After a while, what the fuck is there to do? Well, so that brings me to the route. What is like after? Like what? What would you do after his big old plan ends? He's just some fucking half snake albino. Well, you know what he's gonna do is the same thing that all fucking cult leaders do. Once they reach the peak of full power. They start getting into perversions and doing sh whatever they can and um, abusing the power. Have you seen He already was into perversions. Are uh, we counting Nagini? Nagini. After? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Fantastic Beasts Nagini. or before? Let's play hide the snake. Are you trying to make fun of Ralph? No. Oh. No. I'm being Voldy like... Firestein. Oh, my God. But, oh, the Oh my God! But no, but seriously, like that's one of the things that you bring that point up, and immediately when you did, I thought of of cult leaders. It starts out that way; they just want control, and once they get control, that's when they start introducing weird, random shit. Like I am God. Like, what was it the Mocha I, Haram or whatever his name was, who like had that cult in Colorado? Or like, my back in the seventies. One of my favorite ones is the Children of God because it's still around under a different name. The guy started with God is telling me these things to you. And then it turned into, once he had control, it turned into I am God now. And then from there it turned into I'm allowed to touch all these children sexually. Yeah. And then it turned into God wants you because I am God now to all touch the children sexually. And then, you know, and it just gets perverse yeah. and more perverse because they're bored and they, they have this power and they feel the need to abuse it and it hold it over people. Stagnates. And it's exactly what happened to him, except... That instead of stagnating and coming up with even more crazier things, he thankfully managed to get on the flip side where he goes, you know what? I've always bored. wanted to learn the piano. I'm going to learn the piano. makes sense with the fucking 10,000 years because yeah. he spent an entire year killing himself. Just in different ways. And if you go with the 10,000 years, he spent a century killing himself. Yep. Just because. Just All because right? he can. Just to see. There's also another point and another, another fun little thing in there. Even with complete control of of existence, even if it's for just one day, even God couldn't recreate a perfect moment. No. Nope. Because that fucking, the date that just happened with Andy McDowell, which was just perfect, perfect. until right at the end when his dick dickishness came out. Yep. He could not recreate that moment. And when he stopped trying, he realized that it would just... God, this is never going to work. So he just went back and did something else. Yeah. And there's also the theory that it only fucking fit. It only fixed because he actually talked to that one dude who stepped in the puddle. Because all this time he was ignoring that. Yeah, dude. he was being a and devil that last to him. day. He would actually fucking talk to him. Well, it's 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 one of like those like a human being. Yeah, I know a lot of times he would cut him off and tell him. No, everything yeah, about he his would be a dick. Because that's that's I think that that was definitely a big point of that movie. A huge point was that your actions cause major effects it's the whole butterfly effect thing you know wing of the butterflies causes a tsunami somewhere else but it's oh. true it's true he would i actually I, I love that on on uh on facebook i i fixed the butterfly effect oh, oh. well it's a post that yeah because about you have the idea of uh you know the the 
the thought experiment, which Jake yeah. loves giving us with those hypotheticals, and I keep answering them, which seriously makes me think I'm psychotic on some aspect because I wouldn't say I give them a definite answer. Like here's how, because if you say <laughs> you're given the power to time travel, yeah, but to be able to do that, you have to go back in time and kill someone. Would you do it? Because then you have to worry about the butterfly yeah. effect when you take care of someone. I have the answer. It is, in fact, Thomas Edison. You fucking kill Thomas Edison because everything that he invented still gets invented. Everything that he is credited with doing, it still happens, but the person who actually did it gets credit. Tesla. And, and no, 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 credit. I don't think Tesla ever actually made something that he stole, but. Tesla. Oh, no, their war was the ACDC current. I was like, it wasn't just ACDC current. But, uh, it was a bunch of shit. Oh, I know, I know. It was a bunch of shit. At the same shit. time, you also may stop elephants from being an endangered species because he killed a lot of fucking elephants. He would, he would electrocute them and say he's using, he's using AC currents to kill them. And Oh, Tesla uses AC currents. So it has to be that when after Tesla died, he stole those fucking designs and turned all of his fucking wiring into alternating currents. I'm going to counter your Tesla point by saying Attila the Hun. No, 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 that we're, we're, you cannot accredit pre-industrial. Or wait, are you saying killing him? Yeah. No, that, that altered so much of history. Yeah. Who would have fought? No. That's the point. The point is not altering history. The butterfly uh, effect you want, is the you problem. You want me to not alter Without history. Without altering history. Because with Tesla, everything still gets invented. No, but- Everything well, still gets invented. No, 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 no. Because here's, here's the reason why a lot of the things were invented. Because Tesla and Edison were fighting each other and trying to constantly one-up. So if you take away the competition, yeah. if you take away the competition and there's no more drive to one-up each other. Do you know who Tesla's biggest fucking rival was? Tesla. <sighs> Tesla still would have done his shit. Not, I don't, I don't Although, think it would have. actually, now that I think about it. I don't he think may so. Have actually, he may have, he may have been able to actually create that device that fucking vibrates people to death. <laughs> turns them into slurry by yeah. like, uh, by like uh, the, finding their actual resonance frequency yeah. and killing them. So he probably would have destroyed the world without somebody to nitpick with. Well, if he didn't have someone to nit, cause I, cause that was the other thing too, is that that exacerbated a lot of his madness his constant war with Tesla did. So, I mean, without Tesla, not only not only would they not be, or without Edison, not only would there not have been the advancement of them fighting with each other, trying to one-up each other, but he might not have gone as nuts as quickly and as early oh, no, as he, was, he did. No, 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 he was always nuts. Well, no, not nuts. He was the 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 he, thing. He was an autistic person in a world where autism wasn't noted. It wasn't even. I wouldn't even say it was that. It was the simple fact that he because he had been managing his stuff pretty well up until Thomas Edison said you're a piece of shit hey everyone this guy's a piece of shit and he stole my inventions and now we're gonna fight over it and that's what right. finally drove everything, the nail for him then how is okay so everything you're saying every every fight they had was Edison based it was not like yeah oh, he wouldn't have had that no he would have had other people like oh how you know okay uh, what was it? A, it, the ozone machine. Okay. All right. The machine that generates ozone yeah. that was created by Tesla. Yeah. You know why? Had nothing to do with his war with Edison. 
no. it was he was working on a project for somebody yeah. and he needed money and they wouldn't give him an extension, so he pulled something out of his ass to pay for it. He didn't need a yeah. rival to do something. No, 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 no. He needed he need to make some of the advancements that he made. He, he needed that challenge. Hugh Jackman. First off, that is that is all hearsay and false. <laughs> Second it off, it is hearsay that he clones <laughs> you, Jackman. But, <laughs> well, the whole the whole thing about him working with magicians because they're they when it comes to history, but everybody wanted this thing just because Tesla's yeah. Tesla. When, when it when it comes, just like if magicians were big now, they'd be talking to Elon Musk. Yeah, only you know, no, well, they'd be slumming it by talking to yeah. Elon Musk. But 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 here's here's the thing: is you have to have rivalry to encourage yeah, but growth. But he didn't need Edison to be good. He needed rivalry. and Which who, can happen anytime. This who was else, industrial who else, era. But who else in that time not only had the big, stupid fucking mouth that Edison did, but I will say this, for as much of a fucking douchebag as Thomas Edison was, the guy he was, was really good at stealing shit. He was he was really he was really good at stealing shit, and he was really good at advertising. Just how smart he was. Oh no, it how wasn't genius advertising. He was. No, it was, it was paying ad- off. It was that's not advertisement. That's no, no, no. It was advertising. Paying people to not allow he other would, people. He shit. would he would go to shows and he'd be like, "Look what I invented! Look what is I mine. mean, Jesus Look Christ!" I, and people, New York's power company is Edison, and they're using. Fucking Tesla's current. Yes. Why? Because Edison paid it. It's not advertised. It's, no, but that's it what is I'm... fucking paying powerful ad- people ad- to only do advertisement your shit. is a big thing. Man, it's not. because it's... because if you if you advertise enough, I'm it... saying advertising is good. I'm saying what he did wasn't advertisement. It was fucking monopolization. He did both then. No, I he monopolized. Okay, sure. He advertised himself. He advertised himself to specifically powerful people who wrote legislation. It's not even just that. He advertised himself to the common man, which is something that by electrocuting that elephants. Is, that is something that Tesla could never do because he didn't want to electrocute elephants, and he also hated because, people because he hated people, and he was trying to keep his shit together, and he didn't trust people with his shit. But Edison, for good reason, because Ed- every time people yeah. got near his shit, they took it exactly. But Edison was exactly the villain that he needed. To rise to the occasion to be better. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's still, I'd rather have no. a dead Edison. I feel oh, like. Oh, and guess what? I would have fucking electrocuted him. No, you know with who. Fucking, no, 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 with no. like electro gloves. You want me to tell I you? I would hook up like five tasers, five bear tasers to, okay, to no. gloves, and I would, I would fucking strangle cute him. After listening to Dan Carlin and several other fucking uh, expert historians and stuff talk about World War II and all this shit. You know who I would kill and it wouldn't cause as much of an effect as people think? Hitler. I would kill Hitler because the Third Reich was already in place without him. Oh, yeah. The Third Reich already had power without him. They just said, we need a puppet. And they he was said, just the charismatic yeah, idiot. Yeah, and they said, this guy's pretty charismatic. Let's throw him up there. They would have found any charismatic idiot because Goebel, Go- can never pronounce it right. Gerbil. Jesus Christ. It's not with an R. It's 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 Goebbels. Fucking Germans. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a dick, but your guys' shit is really hard to fucking get through. But anyways, Joseph, I'm just going to go by his fucking first name. He, he could have made anyone look as amazing as he helped make Hitler look. He still would have made the same kind of propaganda. That whole government system still would have committed the atrocities they did. Hitler was seriously just... A really charismatic poster boy. That's what he was. And honestly, if they would have killed him, they would have just found a blonde-haired, blue-eyed asshole who would have been like, yeah, let's kill all the Jews. Like, you know, it's just, it would have still happened with or without Hitler. Counterpoint. What's the counterpoint? 
So which one is a better representation of a fantasy story? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> went so off time there. Uh, are you shocked? Well, so I kind of feel Groundhog does a good job of of setting up a, oh, a, a, a better bubble. representation of a fantasy story is yeah. the thing. Or no, fantasy genre. A fantasy Fuck. genre. Yeah, yours wins just because it's convoluted. It's yeah, uh, it's because fantasy is convoluted. Fantasy is convoluted. The more, the more, because this is true. The more you have to read into something, the better it is. Like, uh, yeah, Morrowind. Like right when I bought yes. my Xbox, yes, my first Xbox, I uh, I rented Morrowind because. They reviewed it on Toonami, and it looked kind of oh cool God. when it showed the dude with the fucking yeah. glass armor. I was like, hey, that looks pretty cool. I played it. I wasn't that cool. Mm. I didn't read the fucking story at the beginning. I didn't do no anything. No wonder. I was like, I got super Also, 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 I tried opening the door at that first place. <laughs> oh my I God. accidentally stole oh, a fucking lantern. Shit, the Bob. guards killed me yep. uh, to the general store. Yep. So I come back. I go to open the door. I fucking do it again. And I die. So I decided, you know what, motherfuckers? Fuck you. I sit there and I wait. I sneak until it's nighttime. <laughs> I steal that fucking lantern. I stole every lantern in that oh, goddamn town. God. And every lantern in every town. I was the lantern thief. You were the, the internationally known Oh, God. Lantern there was thief. no light town in existence because oh, Morrowind didn't refresh. No, but but yeah, that's the thing. Is, but, uh, no, no. But, is, but, is the but, more but, you got no, no, into no, no, Morrowind. No, 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 no. no. The, well, I, no let me explain because okay. the answer is not what you think it is. Okay. It's not me playing the game and liking the lore. No, 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 no. Hush. That's not what I thought the answer was. <laughs> I was just dicking around one day on the internet, mm -hmm. which uh, took about an hour in those days. Uh, <laughs> to, dial up. to load one page. <laughs> and I just opened up one of the pages on Bethesda's website to it yeah. and started reading about magic, the actual spells yeah. themselves. And then that led to like a lore page. Which led me down a pre-wiki hole, okay? <laughs> that fucking got this game into my oh, skin. yeah. And I played, and I bought the game instead of renting it, which you don't rent a fucking Elder Scrolls you game. You don't. But this was like Big fucking 2003, mistake. okay? It just came out. Of course I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And I just dug deep into that game. It was fucking phenomenal. And I, I loved it. Too bad Bethesda's Bethesda, and they kind of, you know, fucked the bed. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I agree with, like, one of the things I heard about it. What caused, uh, I think it was H-Bomber guys, uh, think of why Skyrim is horrible. Yeah. It can be condensed down to the waypoint. You no longer have to read anything. Yep. You no longer have to do it. Just follow the waypoint. Just, just do, follow go. the waypoint. Just set it and go. Yeah, just go that way. You'll be there. You're done. Everything's fine. You didn't have to... Like, okay, I guess I'll go this way and do, like, a levitation spell. Yep. Fucking fast spell. And so you just, like, run straight run across and all quick. you hear is, <laughs> look behind you, all them creatures. And just exploring the game, it's like, okay, i got to find this one place. I stumble across, yep. like, hey, there's this weird house in this, like, mountain. I go into it, I'm like, oh, shit, blighters, kill, kill, kill. Yep. Then I come up, it's like, Hey, why do you guys look like danger? Why are you attacking me? <laughs> it was that fucking family you have to meet. Like, yeah. there's one of the one of the uh, tenants of being the Nerevan uh, Yeah, uh, is you have to get the blight and survive. Yeah. you have to be able to cure from the blight. 
and you get that from Mojo deep in the pits. <laughs> uh, what the last Dwimmer looks like Mojo. Oh my god! And if you kill that family, like right when I killed one of those, like you have you have doomed the world. You can continue to play or continue. Like what the fuck is going You're on? You're like what happened to me? No, but that's but that that's what I was trying to say was that the whole point of a good of good fantasy anything movie book game is that it draws you further and further away from your reality whether it's through lore and world building or just just random encounters it make that's what makes fantasy what that's what makes the fantasy genre amazing is that it's drawing you out from your reality and taking you into a parallel and the farther removed with your cell phone with your cell phone or with your book or with your TV or whatever or with your Sonic OC but, still. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's removing you further and further away from your reality and the more further you get the more entrenched you are in that world the better the fantasy feels because now part of you is in that world part of you is is able to 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 feel and believe that you are there and, and your because mind because when you're in Skyrim and you look over and you see the wreckage that is the red yeah. mountain you're like because okay, I've been like reading, I've been or I've been watching a lot of. I love, I love, kitschy knowledge and lore videos. That's my bread and butter. I'll yeah. put those on during work all day. Yeah, Brandon. There's this thing called this uh, writer who does a show called Fact Fiend, where like he'll like yeah. an article that he writes, he'll just not talk to the camera, talk to the dude behind the camera. He's like, <laughs> dude, did I ever tell you about this? <laughs> about like some shit, a bunch of articles that he wrote. Yeah. I've been destroying that for the last week and a half, but uh, one of them does a bunch of uh, Elder Scrolls lore. And like lately, uh, a bit ago, they did one about the, or this week, today, they did one about the Tribunal. Ooh. And I already remember, I haven't played this fuck. I haven't played Morrowind since, goddamn, since 2003. I want to say the last time I played was, we played, I played, I had downloaded it on the computer to play on the computer because there was a there was a mod and stuff for it and I remember that was back in like 2009 I haven't picked it up since Cody died oh, because we were in a damn. little competition with that yeah who could kill the entire world first, oh my god minus the guards because guards are the only response and <sighs> it all started with uh this lady uh that that redhead Norn in the first big city that yeah. has the that has the silt strider I think it's with a B <sighs> with the stairs that you use to level yeah. up your agility <laughs> Just fucking rocky up and down them. I was pickpocketing her, and she turned around. And was like, "Hey!" And she ran towards a guard. You just pull out a bow and arrow. Fuck you! Just in an alleyway. <laughs> I still fucking remember that to this day. Just in the alleyway, just whoom, whack, whack. bam. She falls right in front of the guard, and he's like, "What is going on?" You're like, "Oh shit, book it." <laughs> no, because Morrowind, they had to actually open, open dialogue yeah. with the. It's not just, and it is not like Skyrim to where you do the thing bounty. No. They have to get out, which is why yep. I was a serial killer in Morrowind. I would use <laughs> Arcane Lock level 75 on every door of the house and just fucking murder Bob, everyone. I did the same thing. I'd enter into people's homes at night and like I'd sneak in and try to kill them off sneakily as possible. Oh, yeah, because I like I like stealing from people's houses. Like, <laughs> but they might wake up. But they might if wake they're up. they're dead, they won't wake they up. They won't, exactly. <laughs> God, That's, I have a whole... God. Like, between that and what I did at The Sims and Sims 2... Oh, my God. Like, the Sims games were no, 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 all There was a lady hell. who showed up at my house and I decided, okay, fine, I'll date her. I'll have her move in. I'll get the married thing, I guess. But she moved in, but she wouldn't marry me. Like, what the fuck is going on? I pan out and I look at the town and I found out she's a wife. Oh, my like, God. Oh, okay. I guess she just doesn't have a family. She'll marry me. 
go into the house. I remove all the doors. I remove all the windows. They can't get out. <laughs> She's I, trapped in your home. I remove all the amenities. I just leave them in a fucking walled off house <laughs> until they die. And I do not speed up time. I slowly watch this just family die d- on the son's <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> So then I, cu- I pull back, I come out, I go back to my place. Like, hey, marry me. Hey, we're married. <laughs> the very next day, she turned into a senior citizen. Oh. So I had her go out to the yard and I built you a wall You old yellow her? The- oh, no, no, no. I cask the Mariotta. Oh, my- cask the Mariotta. My- fuck me. Shut up. <laughs> it's one of my favorites and you're just like I just, I, I build a wall around her and I just, death, could- death could not get to her. <laughs> you hear all these people like, oh, I put them in a in a swimming pool, and then I remove the things. Like, no, I will slowly watch them. I I don't speed up time when I make someone die. Me either. They're... Oh, and then an alien impregnated me. <laughs> it was the Area Fifty One town. Was in it Sims like? 2. Was it like you were junior? I was abducted. I was abducted in junior. Woman? No, so I were, wasn't a woman. You were junior. I was juniored by a fucking alien. That's great. I, I was jacking up it. his fucking science skill by like looking at the stars. And apparently if you do that, you can get abducted. And apparently when you get abducted, you can have a baby. I don't want an alien baby. What if I'm just into the probing? Hey, hey, Fran, guess what? What? I didn't want one either. <laughs> But since babies can't die, he just lived in that wall. Well, so so what? So what I did? What I did one time? What I did one time was I had a baby, and then I locked a it up so that everything was disgusting. And social services came. So when the lady came to take the baby, you I locked I locked her in the room. I let her sit in there for two days because I knew that I think it's like by the fifth day they just escape on their own. And I set flame to the house, and I just stood outside the house just. <laughs> Watching, I don't think she died. You I want think... my baby that much? <laughs> have it, have it in hell. Let me see if you can take it. <laughs> but oh, fuck. The, those games really bring out the worst in you oh, God, because yeah. it comes back to the groundhog thing, where when you have complete omnipresent power, you just kind of. But uh, com- at the same time, black and white was literally about you being a god, and it was boring as shit because it was Peter Molyneux yeah. who did it. God. god, that was a boring game. But oh, I guess fuck. that's about going to do it for yeah. this episode. Holy shit. We always go for a long time. Yeah, it's a f- one hour and 50 minutes. And I don't know how much of it's just random tangents and how much of it's the actual Hey, hey Fran, hey, Fran, hey, Fran, hey, Fran. <laughs> the subtitle to the show is The Random Tangent. The okay? Random Tangent. <laughs> I should really rebrand this show. I really Two Brothers should. Random Tangents. No, just The Random Tangent. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Tangent topic change. Uh, but... <laughs> All right. If y'all wanna I uh, wanna get in touch with us, there's uh you can hit us on Twitter at ABQ Podcast. What? Oh, I keep forgetting to do this oh, stuff. Yeah, the, capital ca- A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> you can also email us brotherscrawl at gmail.com. I'd really like to hear from people other than Someone with a bank account, Burkina Faso. Somebody who works at a bank of Burkina Faso. And two random military dudes who want me to transport gold for them. Like three kings style. How, how many How many Persian princes have offered you None. Money? Like, we're talking, it's getting smart because oh, fuck. They're, they're replying as the same people. Like, hey, I haven't heard back from you yet. Instead of just like cutting their losses and going. Like, yeah. 
I, Bob, what if they ask you to carry their weed for them? Fuck them. Oh. They're, like, it has to be, like, that'd be a lot of M&M minis cans. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll tell this story. I only ever really bought weed in high school once. <laughs> oh, shit. It was from a friend, and he said he could only get it to me at, like, 8 in the morning, like, right at breakfast. Oh, God, that's cool. So I did it smart. Uh, he said he was going to wrap it up in aluminum foil so it wouldn't rip. I was like, cool, cool, cool. I got to think of M&M minis that come in the tube. I God, dumped I out those. some of them, put it in there. Perfect weed size. Oh, my God. And you could eat your M&M still. And I was in an economics class that did the whole fucking uh, sell shit for the school store thing. Yeah. So I stole a shitload of M&M's from oh, them. Oh, my God. It. Like, that's economics, bitches. You're like, here you go, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You want God. me to sell shit for your class so your fucking club can do better? Fuck you. Okay? I'm just going to take and them and eat them. I also stole a shitload of Carmelo's. This is when Carmelo's <laughs> were good. When it was done by Cadbury, not fucking Hershey. I'll tell you what. There's a but. perfect imitation of Carmelo's that they make in Mexico that are... They're oh, yeah, amazing. I have some barrel mangoes up there if you want some. Ooh. Yeah. You fucker. Right? Oh, God, they're so good. Because like, cause you have to bite the tip off first. Because that way, if the if the pepper gets bad, you can just, just lick like, the sugary bit. So, But anyway, they anyway. Make, no, they, no, back, back. they make these delicious balls that are like that. There are, It's just like the delicious part on the inside. And then once you bite into them, that's when you get the spicy burst. And Oh, oh shit, to where it's reversed? Fuck, nice. dude. But, uh, <clears throat> and so I just had it on there. And uh, Cody... He was like, you know what? You should save it. Save it for a bit. Let it age. Like, okay, sure. You let so weed I, age? That's man, a we thing? we were idiots. I, most likely it isn't. Look, I was like, I don't Chances know Chances are he had a lot of weed, so we didn't need it. But oh, okay. Me being me, like, you know. Uh, so I just set it up at, at, on a on a, on a a bookshelf. It still had M&Ms in it. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, you know what? Fuck him. I'm just going to smoke it. I smoked it like half of it, but I was like, dude, this is great. What? I like, I like, you know, did the little spit in the hand. Like, cause I wanted him to have some too, because guess what? <laughs> it tasted like chocolate. I was about to ask, when did the flavor start to it switch? It was so delicious. <laughs> I was but like, no. when did your M&M start tasting like weed and the weed no, like no. M&M's? It, it was just one way transference. <laughs> it's the hard candy. And shit. here's the ending of that story. I uh, still had the roach because we kind of had that thing to like at the end of the month toss all the roaches together and yeah. greatness and make like but, a big one yeah with all we the old roaches put it in a bong yeah oh my god like more pestle it paper and everything it was kind of nice that sounds it was just crazy the end of the month like after you have enough to fill a bowl you do it you're just like mixing all your different kinds in there just yeah. fuck it you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of it was shake so that was bad like someone gave us like a fucking Two gallon bags of full just, of shake. Of just like the keef shit? The, that's the stuff no, that comes off a top, isn't it? No, no. That's the leaves. No, yeah. Oh. Shake is not weed. It's not the buds. Well, no, yeah. I thought, I, well, so. No, it has nothing to do. Like, okay, it isn't could it, be in different circles. And our circle shake was when somebody shredded up the leaves, which did nothing. And you're left with like a weird dust. No, oh, it's just. No. It's just fucking Mulched leaves. Dried mulched leaves. Mm. It's fucking oregano. <laughs> All right? <laughs> but did you ever cook spaghetti with? No, because it was nasty. Oh. Like, yeah, it, people did that just to fucking cut it so that, you know, they sell you less weed. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, it and it just sat in there. 
it kept sitting in there. Like, you know what? Every now and then I'd put a couple of M&Ms in there just with that roachy. <laughs> just to let it get tasty again. And yeah, because it was just maybe a, two hits left on it. That was part of Cody's wake. Like the night he, uh, the, either the night or the night after he died. Yeah. Grabbed that shit, smoked it up, like put it into another joint, rolled that up and smoked it with some friends. And they had me keep that roach, which was still there. Oh I smoked God. that the night before I'm, we moved out here. Oh in my 2004. God. That was your final hurrah. That was the last one. I was like, you know what? Oh, wait, no. I had to use the fucking, because I have bitch fingers. <laughs> so I did the fucking can shit. Just had some old Bubba Cola. It just. Oh, my God. <laughs> At least it wasn't an apple. I, you'd have to have skill to fucking make an apple pipe. Oh, it's you, really not that hard. I've seen it pretty easily done. No thanks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So. Oh, shit. Follow us on any of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rate and review it on iTunes. It actually helps. Uh, although, at, the, at this point, like, do you really want to fucking encourage us at this? <laughs> no, keep encouraging so, it. Keep encouraging especially them. Especially if you really like the Fran episodes. Because I want a goddamn book club, Fran. I want one, too. I never said no. Everybody is No. Everybody came up with no answer. I am down for book club. Okay. I told you I'm down for we book, are book club. club. I started listening to a podcast called Bubble. You'll love it. Mm -hmm. It's a radio play. About what? About a bubble. A place called, uh, fuck, Fairview Heights, I think is what it's called. It's about a bubble. It's now. It's normal people. Hmm. But they just happen to be on another planet, living in a bubble on a harsh environment. Yeah. In a city that is, uh, yeah. It's good. Episode two, Um, by by minute 15, there's 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 a portion in- Minute 15, second 20 of the second episode that will make you love this show for all existence. It's just someone shouting, hop in the tub! Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> but nah, it's a great show. But anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna stop this now because we'll keep fucking going. We'll just keep talking. Jesus Christ. It's just, well, it'll just keep going so, over and over So until again. next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Or do they?